0: this episode of the esoteric order of Roleplayers is brought to you by the generosity of our backers on patreon go to patreon.com esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too remember to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram to keep up with all the latest news and join our discord community to chat with players and fellow listeners the esoteric order broadcasts from santa fe new mexico We recognize these episodes are produced on the traditional territory of the Tewa-speaking Pueblo peoples, and we acknowledge their community, their ancestors, their elders, both past and present, and future generations. The esoteric order of role players present The Great Game A Castle Falkenstein campaign with David Larkins as the host. mystery to solve. And y'all are doing a good job. We're on Chapter 3. Uh, the chapters in this adventure don't really have evocative titles, sadly. So, uh, you know, Chapter 3. The mystery goes on. The mystery continues. Uh, but yeah, so we left off last week at the um, Policeman's benefit ball for the Academy of Sciences. Alex, do you remember your conversation?
1: With uh, <clears throat> the... I'm going to put the obsidian portal here. Yes, I went to have a conversation with Felix Wasson mm-hmm. and came to the conclusion that he was under the effects of some form of hypnosis Mm -hmm. and he started to get pretty agitated right away. And I think I I remember dropping a bunch of cards on it just to get like an ultimate uh, result. And so I, I found out that it was, that was, that was kind of a thing that sometimes people that are under this hypnosis will exhibit aggression towards anyone who tries to interact with them or snap them out of it. Uh, So I, backed away, went and found Grant uh, by the uh, pig butter statue that we were both very uh, uncomfortable around and uh, filled him in on the, um, what I discovered there. Also, I think I had had a little insight into it possibly being his brother who might and who may have been responsible. His brother is a known uh, was he a phrenologist and mm-hmm. uh, other alienist alienist yes mm-hmm. so uh but that was just a hunch that wasn't anything uh, solid. I think that's where we left off. We're still at the ball,
0: yes, and then um we had another lead with the gun designer uh Lamotte Jean Lamotte. And is there anything else? Ah, yes, that strange painting that um, Monsieur Eiffel told Brexta about, I believe. And anything else? I think that was about it, unless I'm forgetting anything. So, at the ball. Uh, is there anything any of you would like to do before we sort of draw a curtain on it?
1: Are we planning on doing anything with this uh, police captain guy, or are we just gonna like reconvene afterwards? I'm not sure what. I, I don't think we ever actually discussed what our immediate neg- no. plans were, and also I think we still need to let everyone else know in some way so yeah that might be something we want to do
2: yeah because when you were dealing well tipping your hat while walking backwards repeatedly um yeah I was dancing with my clunkily butt tools um with inspectors (laughs) like so
0: that's right So, uh, so yeah, Astrid, you are, you are waltzing with the inspector. And, uh, and so he, he says, uh, I hope you understand it was, uh, nothing personal. It's just police work.
2: No, something very strange happened under your watch. And it's something you had to look into and take seriously. I understand.
0: Indeed. Um, all, all else being equal, well, I would just as well prefer not to file any charges against you, Mademoiselle.
2: I would definitely prefer that as well. Have you found anything else? I know that my friends are doing some work on their
3: end.
0: Um. Well, as you are our chief suspect, I am not at liberty to discuss anything we have uh, found so far. Other than... I do have some testimony from some of the residents of your immediate neighborhood of strange comings and goings with uh, large satchels.
2: Oh, well, yeah, I am an engineer. Um, So perhaps there are things related to my work or various tea parties or
0: something. I see, tea parties.
2: Yes. I mean, you've met my friends. Sometimes they have tea.
0: I see. Well, yeah. you can keep your secrets. It may they may come out in the end. Internally, just
3: fuck.
0: <laughs> Get the spotlight off of me. <laughs> All right. So Frederick and uh, Grant, you are. Uh, confabbing. Uh, so is there anything you do want to do about the Prefect this evening?
4: We've established this guy's like a ticking time bomb. Right?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, I reckon we better either get him out of here or snap him out of it or both. Probably. I mean, I imagine hypnotism. I, well, first of all, what do I know about hypnotism? Because Kenny thinks it might be like waking up a sleepwalker to the 10th mm-hmm. degree. Um, but Grant might know a little more about it since he's more magically inclined than yours truly.
0: Hmm. I take it you don't have any levels in mesmerism.
4: Correct. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: Neither well, Kenny um... nor Grant.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, so Frederick actually got a high success uh, on his mesmerism feat so um just to kind of uh reiterate what i told uh, alex last week i'm sure frederick would you know communicate that to you is that yeah indeed this is a this is a volatile situation um the the mesmerized uh person is subject to uh spells of lucidity but also sudden outbursts if they are um you know disturbed in any way verbally physically you know they may have certain triggers that are uh embedded in their psyche you know when something happens they may uh you know something might happen
4: man i kind of i kind of want to see what this dude's triggers are honestly (laughs) because who knows i mean i imagine it might be something poetic like he sees butter and freaks out you know
3: um
4: but i'm i don't know i mean i'm also you know i don't want this dude to be like must kill the queen and yeah you know. <laughs> i was
3: just thinking
4: about <laughs> yeah i must I kill, must
3: kill the, queen. the
4: queen glad we're all not, on the same page there not reggie um, jackson okay yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i don't know i guess i don't know i mean i don't know what to say to this guy uh i might grant might look at Haas and you know pull a pull a drink out of his lapel pocket and say uh well Haas, what do you uh, you're you're more inclined to be skirting these kinds of situations than i am i think i'm much more direct with my solutions what do you uh suggest we do well so
1: um frederick is definitely nervous about the situation you see it on his face mm-hmm. and he's looking around because like you he doesn't want to just leave this alone um but you know put, get, dealing directly is obviously going to put us in some kind of situation and this guy being a high-ranking so-and-so is you know also puts us in a precarious position from a social standpoint. Um, so I think I'd like to go seek out everyone else, maybe try to quietly and in a nondescript fashion, get everybody together <laughs> in such a way that it's like, you know, we're not making much of a scene, but we can all kind of discuss what to do next. Um, I think, yeah, Frederick's a little bit at a, at a loss here just because of the uh, you know, potential ramifications.
4: I think while you're, I would agree with that. Um, While you're off gathering the crew, uh, I might stay close to the prefect and uh, should anything happen, I can subdue him in the most nonviolent way that I am capable of. (laughs)
0: Okay, that's very I'd qualified. Like to say
4: what you consider non?
0: Yeah, exactly. just or non-lethal. Him. Just say, yes. yeah. pistol just a whipping. pistol lines. whipped him <laughs>
4: across the face.
0: I pistol whipped him. I didn't shoot him.
4: Yeah, there's no need to start a war here, fellers. We all we just got out of one.
2: <laughs> I would say at the end of that waltz, I would probably kind of hurry over to the buffet table like rip off a piece of baguette like take a big dig out of the butter sculpture that's upsetting everyone and um feel like uh might have a little bit of a problem with them looking into me but we can talk about that later um i really hope potterfield hasn't been getting into trouble because that will not help me right now oh man i'm sure everything's fine oh
0: I love the idea that you're dismembering a butter sculpture while you're talking about Potterfield.
3: (laughs) Just surgically. Yeah.
2: Like, it's what I do. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Okay. How about a Scander? What's a Scander up to?
2: I
5: was eavesdropping and um, whilst availing myself of the hors d'oeuvres and drinks Mm -hmm. daintily Mm -hmm. daintily with pinky extended (laughs) and holding the absurdly tiny sausages and so forth. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And I think that, I mean, if, if I saw a gathering of my uh, companions, I would likely uh, make my way over there and I would try to do so um, nonchalantly, but given that I'm uh, bad at stealth, I, I, I don't know that, Hell, I don't know how inconspicuous I would end up being, Tried to sort of look this way, look that way, and do the whistle while you stroll thing over there uh, to, to join in their conversation. Having gleaned very little from my uh, eavesdropping, other than... Um, I remember I overheard a couple of, I think, uh, officers discussing something last time. maybe their, their doubts or concerns their general consternation
2: yeah they were talking about how the key to the case was the mechanism on the gun but nobody none of the gunsmiths or inventors were offering any information
5: that's it yeah they were being stymied by lack of information so
0: yes I do recall that
1: we and, um, had a clue, right? Where we some gunsmith. Uh,
0: yes, that was uh, Lamotte. Yes, Jean Lamotte. So, yeah, that's where that clue was was generated. Um, so, and in fact, Iskander, you'll 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 have that uh, connection, you know, to follow up on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since you were near the buffet to begin with, it is no uh no trouble to uh just sort of sidle on over to where you see your companions beginning to uh gather together
3: like so so frederick
1: will wave uh iskander over when he sees him kind of you know towering over the uh kind of coming through the uh crowd yeah try to wave as high as i can well actually (laughs) without being too obvious well, I'll I'll start to wave, and then I'll pretend like I was stretching.
5: Put your hat on your cane and <laughs> yeah. you hold it all on.
1: A baguette on. above my head. A <laughs> no baguette.
0: A <No> baguette. <laughs> uh, just attach the tricolor to a baguette and wave that. Yeah,
1: head. yeah. I'll, they'll love that.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then, Brexta, you were uh, wrapping up your conversation with uh, Monsieur Eiffel, and he told you all about this. A painting he saw the Louvre earlier that day, entitled "The Fall of the Fairy," painted by an English (laughs) madman. All right, keep troubleshooting and keep talking, and then if you come in, we'll we'll just bring you back in.
4: There you go.
0: All right. So, brexta, we have a quantum brexta somewhere in the room, (laughs) but we'll just go back over to the buffet. So uh, yeah, what's the plan? So Grant, you want to go hassle uh, the prefect?
4: Not really hassle him. I'm just like eating my beanie weenies next to him. You know? (laughs) Right. Yeah, I'm just like... With your club sauce. Yeah, exactly. I'm just kind of around him and watching him. I'm listening for sure just to see if there's if he's talking to anybody if anyone's talking to him um yeah definitely i want i'm keeping an ear out for anything that's like suspicious you know what i'm saying like Mm
3: -hmm.
4: like my the i you know the 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 wind is in the east this day or something like that
0: right right yes Um, yeah, no, so he is, he is basically just propping up the wall, um, and occasionally somebody comes over, and he has, like, the briefest little exchange of pleasantry small talk, but his manner is so out, out of it, you know, that it pretty much just shuts down any conversation. You don't hear anything suspicious, you know, um, so, yeah, he just seems to be kind of not entirely there
4: okay yeah um yeah i don't want to bother him though. i don't want to make any i don't want to make any moves until okay. everybody's at least aware of the situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay
0: uh how about the rest of you
6: can you hear me now
0: there she is Yay! Yay!
6: it suddenly <laughs> decided that i have three microphones and that oh. it was not connected to the right one. Like cool. how it just did it suddenly, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was working fine. I don't know. I think, honestly, it might just be that my laptop is old. And I ordered a webcam for my desktop, but it just hasn't arrived yet. So hopefully we'll have a backup.
3: Yeah,
0: we're all having to upgrade our, our equipment here.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So as yes. you're saying, what does have the desktop to. do? Uh, yes, I have to. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so what I was going to ask was, yes. um, I make it a point usually of rubbing elbows with Europa's finest artistes, and I was wondering if I'd heard of Richard Dodd before, or if I've seen ah. it myself.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, let's see here. So Richard Dodd, hmm. You do rub shoulders with the RT, so you know that he has, um, you know that he has a uh, reputation <clears throat> as being something of a madman, uh, and that uh, he is actually incarcerated at Broadmoor Hospital just outside London, where he was committed after killing his father, who he believed to be the devil in disguise. Oh. Which. In the world of Castle Falkenstein, is entirely possible.
6: Sensei say, was he right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> or
6: did he do it? I don't know. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: So, that's what you know about Dodd.
6: Is he like how old is he at this point? I guess like for how long has he been incarcerated slash how long has he been a painter for?
0: Hmm. Um. That you are. Not as certain of other than the fact that he is an older gentleman. Uh, let's see, it's 1871, so he's like in his fifties. Um, and that um yeah, he established his career about maybe thirty years ago.
6: Mm-hmm. And he's still painting. Now,
0: uh, oh, he must he, be yeah. that
6: one painting is from
0: 1861. Yes,
6: exactly. So- Painted after he was incarcerated for killing his father.
0: Yes.
6: Fascinating. Okay.
0: Yes. In fact, the the painting is encouraged as part of his therapy.
6: Well, what do you know? Okay. Well, I find this all very disturbing. I've had quite enough of uh, fairy slaying in general today, so I'm probably going to seek out the closest uh, waiter and take a very large quaff of champagne
0: Indeed. Yeah, I can do a screen share. Oh, there we go. Thank you, Rainy. Yeah, that's um, yeah. If you open that link she just posted and look at the the image, uh, mm. typical of his painting style, Very Feller's master stroke. Yes. It's also inspired a Queen song, same name.
6: I was also doing a little uh similar Wikipedia searching after the last session. <laughs> Uh, good.
0: excellent.
3: All right.
0: So, yeah, so that's what you know.
6: All right. Well, I suppose my desire would be uh, tomorrow to go to the Louvre and see it for myself. and Just, you know, confirm, I suppose, that it is there.
0: All righty. Good, good. All right, so we're not we're not kidnapping the prefect, are we? Are we agreed on that? Not yet. Do I know <laughs> that
6: he's hypnotized yet? I'm just perhaps reckless enough to try it. Ooh. I have average mesmerism, but that doesn't mean that I don't feel perfectly confident in diddling with his brain.
4: If you have, ah. let <laughs> <We'll laughs> just get in there. Yeah, if you've you're trained in mesmerism, so.
6: Less trained, just more that I possibly lack the ethics or the boundaries to be okay. not.
4: Okay, well, that's still a skill. <laughs> Lacking ethics. Um, well, if we all academics. don't have it trained,
2: well, I mean, except for Frederick, who would never use it because he's right. trained in it for, like, in the, the negative way. Um right. It's mesmerism is cups, so if anyone wants to go ham, that's what
3: we're looking for. Like I
6: I said, I'd be like, oh, that's a simple enough glamour to walk away.
4: I'm just saying, I've got a couple, I could go, (laughs) I've been saving this card for like three sessions. Oh my God. Um. Is it, it could, a death card? I no. <laughs> I throw oh, those okay. away now. <laughs> oh come on, those are so <laughs> great. I, I had a, I had it once. Um, I've got.
5: Once was the I have
4: got a plan. <laughs> Not really a plan, but I could. I could very s- moderately successfully fly by the seat of my pants here. Hmm. I don't know what any of that means. I'm just saying (laughs) weak. Like if I were going to be like, if I were going to try to snap this dude out of it, or even like, is there a way that I could uncover his trigger or know who mesmerized him? Any, like any of that kind of stuff?
0: Hmm. I mean, uh, yeah. If you want, if you're, you're talking about like trying to, demesmerize him using your own mesmerism.
4: Yeah, something like that. Okay. Uh
0: yeah. I mean you'd have to get him into a appropriate environment to do so.
4: Okay. Well uh so I'm a I'm gonna look back at the gang <laughs> be like are we Oh just a thumbs up
1: like uh
4: yeah kinda of just thumbs up and, <laughs> and be I do not like... know
1: what I am thumbs upping to I'm like
4: you know, I'd yeah. be like, I'm, oh, hello. I'm like I'm like look, <laughs> looking at him and then I'm like nodding over to the door next to me. Yeah. So <laughs> Frederick,
1: Frederick will give a thumbs up thinking that it's <laughs> like a greeting, like an American greeting. Oh, phenomenal.
4: <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal.
6: Well, if you <laughs> have expressed that you have discovered that he has been mesmerized and you're concerned about his remaining mesmerized, at the very least, I do have a very high charisma I could try to just like in a way that's perhaps non threatening, like mm-hmm. kind of escort him from the main room. Like try to just be as like disarming and like calming as possible.
4: hmm That's that probably helpful. better than what I would have done. Brand
6: is friendly. But
2: might just do magical brain surgery on him.
4: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Butter in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> Could I t- turn his brain sentient? <laughs> 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 oh,
3: God. <laughs> I
6: know, Everything yeah. sentient marjoram now. Uh, <laughs>
4: uh, yeah, if you guys wanna Well, I mean if, if uh if I'm been around there for a few minutes and he's not, you know, getting in any trouble. Mm -hmm. I'll probably, I might walk away when I see everybody kind of grouping up and be like, what's the plan as I avoid making eye contact with the butter sculpture?
0: (laughs) You like sidle up so you don't have to look at it.
1: Uh, I've already thrown a napkin over it. I
6: was about to (laughs) say, no matter where you go, its eyes follow.
0: Right.
2: (laughs) Okay. I dismantled it quite a bit. So at least it doesn't look like
4: it's before.
0: (laughs) <laughs> now it just looks all hacked up that's all
4: yeah i know yeah yeah it's just gonna be like well, all right well i'm pretty sure i can do i can do something i don't know what that something is yet i've been known to improvise but i uh i think i can do something to get this uh this failure kind of on the up and up as it were but we, we do have to get him to a, a secluded area where I might be able to concentrate. And if he does lash out, he's at least not hurting anybody or causing a scene.
2: Yeah, we definitely don't want him to cause anything crazy, but Frederick, is, do you know anything about like, if we could tell like what his purpose is in the mesmerism, like what he's supposed to be doing?
0: Did I learn any of that,
1: Dave? Am I... uh,
0: not really, no. You just you just kinda you're positive that he is being mesmerized and it's having an addling effect on his brain, whatever it is. Which actually you know what, you had a high success, so I'll throw in the additional detail that usually when that occurs it's because the person being mesmerized is being asked to do something that they don't they wouldn't normally do.
3: Okay,
1: so I do not know what it is, but agitation, it's something against his nature, and from what I know of Monsieur Vossan, he is a, mm, has a great reputation. (laughs) <laughs> As a stalwart fellow and dedicated public servant, so um, it's probably not good if he's having this bad of a reaction to it. Then whatever it is that he's, you know, been whatever's been implanted in his subconscious is, isn't uh, isn't good at all.
4: Well, then I suggest we get him the hell out of here before it gets worse.
1: are there so
0: this ball that we're attending where mm-hmm. is it
1: again like what's the the building or that
0: it's in ah uh, yes it was um one moment i'll have it for you in one moment please uh <clears throat> let's see here the hotel carnaval which is between the 3rd and 4th arrondissement
1: So it's in just kind of a ballroom uh, of the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. The grand so, ballroom, in
4: fact. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'd prefer to get this over with because there's things that I need seeing too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is... My meds are starting to wear off. <laughs> That's right, damn it. <laughs> I can only keep this hand steady so long. <laughs> Before
0: the killing starts.
4: So this I is think a hotel in oh sorry, go ahead. No no go for it.
5: I was just gonna say that this is a hotel in Paris, so there has to be some kind of boudoir or similar or multiples of them or something where <laughs> you can Yes, alcoves for canoodling and such that have to abound is what <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's a sign on the wall that says so, canoodling wing an arrow.
5: Yeah, that, that way, way right? The, the, the kind of sign that's like the, the old-timey like, finger pointing in that direction. Yeah. You
2: know? uh, yeah. Like if this was America, tone. the sign would say French kissing, but since we're in France, it just says kissing.
0: Kissing. <laughs> nice. Ah, it says us kissing.
4: It says freedom <laughs> freedom kissing.
0: <laughs> no, that's if it was in America.
4: That's That's true, that's true. us us kissing (laughs)
0: that's
5: awesome no you'd think that there would be all kinds of stuff like that i mean i don't know so so if we need if we want to handle this guy's confrontation you know immediately and where we are rather than absconding with him to you know um location unknown or i guess your penthouse we might want to see if we can get him to one of these
0: places. Yeah. I put up an <laughs> image there on the roll 20 and the hotel Carnavalet is one of the rare examples of Renaissance architecture in Paris alongside the Louvre square courtyard built from 1548 to 1560. No way that place is haunted as hell. Uh, <laughs> one of the oldest hotels in La Marais. in 1578, the hotel received its current name stemming from a distortion of the name of its following owner, Madame de Carnavanois of Brittany.
4: Wow. Yeah, definitely haunted. curse. Oh god, haunted. Is I, I see like out. six
1: or seven good alcoves in that one picture alone. One picture. I don't, and I don't <laughs> think, even
0: think that's the main building. I think that's just the entrance. Plus, Jeez. I feel
2: like in the world of Falkenstein, oh, yeah. the hedge maze is a legit, like, tall hedge maze.
3: Oh, yes.
1: So yeah. Oh yeah, let's get him in the hedge maze. Right. I
4: I,
5: I <laughs> a million percent agree to that the hedge maze. <laughs> that, <laughs> that might scare Grant.
4: <laughs> It scares me. I don't know. (laughs) What maze?
2: Oh, no. Oh, God. Don't worry. It's not a butter maze. It's made of bushes.
4: (laughs) I've seen The Shining. Uh. (laughs) Apparently, anything
5: can be butter if you have the right attitude. (laughs) Uh, That is true. if you're a
4: wizard.
5: If you try hard
4: enough. (laughs) If you're the greatest wizard, Frederick Haas knows. (laughs) You just got to believe. You are great. Just believe in yourself. Yeah, Grant takes out a shaky hand and <laughs> drinks. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm down to take this full wherever you guys need to uh, in order for us to get a little alone time. But like I said, I do need it done ASAFP.
0: There's the interior courtyard there. So,
5: <clears throat> so the question remains, how do we get this guy? to go with
0: us
4: or to go with one of us while the rest follow or something. I don't know. Can you mesmerize someone who's already been mesmerized? And I look at Brexta.
6: Actually, I was wondering oh, yeah. if my allure skill can still work on someone who's been mesmerized.
0: Ooh, I'd say it's definitely uh, worth a try. You can absolutely try it.
6: Okay. Ooh, that's cups, isn't it? Oh.
2: Worst case, I am, like, slowly pulling out gauze out of my bag to use as a gag (laughs) if we need to. I'm really not suspicious
6: in the middle of this giant ball. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and drop this guy so that I can get a complete new hand of cards. Okay. Wheel of Fortune.
0: All right. Uh, We're good. Drop, 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 drop. drop.
6: Okay. No, come on, lost
0: guy. There you go. Thank y'all. And allow me to shuffle and deal. OK. There you go.
6: OK. Oh my god, that's hilarious. All right, so what would I need to get in a lure in order to
0: let's see I would I would put it at you have to beat the mesmerism level of the person who did the mesmerizing
3: mm-hmm
0: and so let me just get that in front of me here no. All right they are an excellent mesmerist mm-hmm. So what is that in numbers that is, or I should say exceptional. Yes. So that would be a 10 minimum.
6: Okay. I can play, so I only have an average allure, sadly, but Mm. I can add a five of cups plus one should bring it to 10. Yes.
0: Okay, so you have an average allure. So you're actually starting from four. Mm-hmm. and So then if you did the five, yeah, that'd be nine. And then yeah, okay, plus one to 10. Yep, you got it.
6: Is that good enough? Or do I need to beat it?
0: Uh, it's good enough for a partial success. Um, you would have to get a 15 to get a full success.
6: Mm. I don't have enough to do 15, but at least a partial. Hopefully. Okay.
0: All right. And you're just trying to kind of get his, uh, gain his trust to lead him out outside or lead yeah. him away from the ball. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Just enough. Like, I don't know. Um, oh, let's see. I'm a fairy. I can get away with being coy. It might even be something that's like, Oh, you know, it's awfully hot in here. Don't you think? Like, do you think you can help me find a, a place that's a little quieter and a little cooler? Okay.
0: All right. I think with a partial success, uh, that is good enough to not set him off or, you know, have any negative repercussion. And then he just kind of very robotically, like with a full success, he might have gotten some lucidity out of him. But with a partial success, he's just still very like kind of blank faced. But nonetheless, it kind of activates his, you know, deeply ingrained gentlemanly uh, instincts. Right. (laughs) You know, so he's like, "Uh, yes, of course, my lady and offers his arm for you.
6: You know. Okay. That being said, I got uh, two major arcana, so I'm just discarding one. Okay. Not playing it.
0: uh, there goes death.
6: I know. Bye, Death. Bye,
2: death.
0: Such disappointment. <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's so cool. You play it every time. <laughs> every damn time. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do something amazing. Watch this. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm, going to I'm screwed for, for the, the rest hour. of the game. Yeah. yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> I'm oh out. yeah. Hell yeah. It's it's the hold my beer card. How can you not play that?
0: Hold my beer card. That explains why the skeleton's holding a can of beer in the tarot card. I always wondered about that.
3: That makes perfect exactly sense. Exactly what it is.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, PBR. All right. Uh, yeah. So you do get him outside. Uh, are the rest of you in on this little gag?
4: Sure. Yeah. I'm. Uh, no less amazed and bewildered at Brexta's ability to charm a mesmerized man, and I remarked to my companions what a uh, wondrous thing to behold. Just be lucky it's not you. (laughs) Hey, don't I know it. I've looked down at my shoelaces.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That you know of. Uh, For all you know, she's been Breaking into your apartment at yeah. night.
2: And then notice that they're tied together. <laughs> like, when did this happen? <laughs> Katsubu.
6: We all know how much cats love string. Just saying.
1: You've been training Katsubu to tie people's shoelaces together?
6: I think actually Katsubu is <laughs> the one who trained me to go for the shoelaces. Oh, there you
1: go. So um, when we see Brexta leading uh, Lassan out, are we all going kind of like hustle to the hedge maze,
3: <laughs>
1: like <laughs> yeah. like,
0: like Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo gang style?
6: <laughs> well, maybe like some of you like already drifted off to the hedge maze and are like waiting yeah. to meet us there, and then some of you can follow to make sure that it went well.
4: I'm definitely following. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just, I, I would actually probably. Ask um, Iskander to wait behind with me, as we're probably the two more intimidating of the of the group. I'm um,
5: sure so he, I have no idea what you mean, sir. But yeah, I'm like, I will boy. back your play.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: and there is that like Turkish saying about being a better door than a window or whatever that Iskander totally.
4: personifies. Mm. Uh yeah, you. You've, uh, i imagine the skander probably like started to walk off and i like grabbed your shoulder i'm like you're with me big boy and
3: <laughs> we stay
4: behind a little bit and give our companions a few moments to get up ahead so we don't look like uh you know quadruples
5: certainly i i have no affinity for such skulkings as as i look around for like a place to put down my absurdly tiny plates laden with toothpicks or neatly carved a tiny tiny teacup <laughs> finally i don't know
1: Just crush it to powder a, in your hand a bush
5: or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crush it to a fine powder uh, yes these could come in handy later <laughs> i'll probably not just sitting NIMS- it down on top of a bush or something like that go,
4: yeah them's <laughs> free toothpicks <laughs> There's a war on (laughs) Yeah, so I guess after a few minutes, I mean, does anybody notice us? I'm looking around as they're kind of leading the prefect out. Does anyone notice us kind of absconding with the marshal here?
0: Yeah, I'd say with that partial success, a couple of the police officers do notice uh but of course they're just
4: gonna
6: assume i'm a typical floozy though come on
0: exactly i was gonna say you know you're very well dressed you're a lady uh so you know they're just they, they notice but they're not concerned you know they just take note of it like oh there goes the prefect glad to see he's circulating a little bit you know that kind of thing
4: i might even loudly remark um like it's good of that young lady to take the prefect to get some fresh air. And he had been complaining to me about his stomach earlier and whatnot. Okay. Way to lay it on like margarine. <laughs> totally. I'm like, <laughs> <Steve and buttery. laughs> the prefect had been complaining to me earlier uh, this very evening. What about his upturned stomach? And it's my, it's mighty nice of that young woman to take him outside for a, Breath of fresh air. Ain't that right, Iskander?
5: Yes, that is quite right. I had heard the same thing, I would say, in, in in the tone and cadence of like a fifth grader being chosen to read aloud in class from a play or something. Like that. Popcorn. <laughs>
2: I'm
5: like popcorn, uh, A single
2: person with charisma binds.
5: Yeah. I have heard much the same thing. Uh, don't you think so?
0: <laughs> All right. OK, so out to the hedge maze, the rest of you go. And into the hedge maze, the rest of you go. So who's going to do the programming?
4: I think I'm going to give it a shot. What could possibly go wrong?
0: <laughs> is there a cool courtyard in the center
1: of the hedge maze with like a fountain and you know <clears throat> one of those things? Uh,
0: Yeah, of course
1: there is. OK, so I'll definitely be crouching behind that <laughs> very suspiciously.
0: <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, so I'd probably Grant...
2: be stationed like sitting on the fountain, more obviously but um, mm-hmm. to keep an eye out. Cause I do have good perception at least. So I'm just like, keep and watch.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: And now I'm gonna look at y'all and I'm gonna be like, all right, does anyone have any last requests? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> now, I'm, ta- I'm taking What do you want on <laughs> your tombstone? <laughs> I, <laughs> For real.
6: I, I don't know Marjoram. a lot about mesmerism. Do I know enough at an average level to know, like, if this goes poorly, if it can be counteracted by like anything else, like if more mesmerism can help, or
0: uh, yeah, like help, uh,
6: then he'll come uh, to and...
0: triage mesmerism triage.
6: Yeah, just in case.
0: Uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Probably not.
6: Fantastic.
3: Uh,
0: yeah kind of a, uh, you know, requires a certain amount of uh, time, effort, and
4: focus. So, so I have a question. Um, mm-hmm. I am not trained in mesmerism, but Correct. I would assume that doesn't mean I'm average in it. It does mean you're average in it. Oh, for real?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, hell, all right.
0: Yeah, you're automatically average in everything unless it
4: says otherwise. Okay. Well, phenomenal. I guess I'm average at Mesmerism.
2: Grant use magic to counteract the Mesmer?
0: That is entirely possible. Absolutely. I mean, so as long
4: as you don't throw your back out, I mean...
1: Marjorie. I'm
4: I'm an old man. (laughs) I'm an old man.
2: (laughs) Uh, Very worst um, case, I've been reading some books on trepanation, so we can make some holes.
0: Oh my God!
4: Okay, <laughs> I don't quite understand, but I trust you.
3: Who the, definitely um,
4: trust yeah. me with this fun
0: drill thing? Uh, yeah, there we go. There was a doctor There's... in the '40s who went around doing lobotomy demonstrations with an ice pick. He and did he'd literally. He'd go in through the you know through the tear duct and literally just do this, you know, just like kind of he did it.
4: He did you know, it out of his van. It, it yeah. was the dude who he invented the lobotomy. Yeah
3: and, yeah, yeah, and
4: and he did it for and he did it for twenty five bucks out of his yep. van. Never wore mm-hmm. gloves. No, nope. killed That's a bunch the of people.
0: Sort
6: of thing you come across like at a party having a mishap with like oyster shucking or something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. so I only bring it up to say we're in that zone right now. Oh so God. let's see where that goes. So,
6: I guess sort of in a related vein, um, mm-hmm. as far as, like, his, like, size and strength, like, how large, I mean, he looks like he's a bit older in his character portrait, so mm-hmm. is he still quite, like, vigorous and healthful and very tall? Is he kind of slight and wiry? Like, what's, what's going on And if he needs to be restrained?
0: Let's see here. Um, he is kind of average in his build. Uh, he's fit, but uh, a little older, as you say. And um, yeah, he, he doesn't—he doesn't seem to be—he doesn't—he's he, not oozing menace, put it that way. He does have a cane with him.
4: I'd say we're more than capable of taking care of ourselves here. We got a Scander; He's a big boy. And I kind of pat him on the chest.
0: That's as high as you can reach.
4: <laughs> yeah, I pat him on his belly.
5: Looks sort of nonplussed in this gesture of affection. <laughs> Returning with a gentle clap on the back. Yes, I am quite fond of you, too, Mr. Grant.
6: Uh nope imagining you just patted them
5: on the belly without saying anything like <laughs> yeah. in your head imagining what we find give them a little, them a little belly scratch be <laughs> what they do where you're from it's funny that I'm the one from Greece and you're the one like doing all of this like oh yeah <laughs> which is, which is fine. just fine well
4: alright <laughs> uh, so this is what unless anybody else has any better suggestions this is, what I, this is what I want out of this. Mm-hmm. I want him to come out of mesmerism safely and comfortably. And I want him to uh, then relay to us all the information that he can. And if he cannot um, uh, glean us the information of who mesmerized him, perhaps I can with my brain magic.
0: Indeed. Okay. These are
4: these are my demands.
0: (laughs) These are my demands. All right. I (laughs) think
5: before we get started, or, i hearing this plan. I would move to position myself behind the the patient, quote unquote, in order to be prepared to catch or restrain him, depending on what becomes necessary. Ready? If possible.
0: Possible, absolutely. Okay. So you're getting yourselves positioned, set up. Alright, Grant. What do you think? Uh,
4: Alright. I'm reaching into the uh the ether, I suppose. hmm Um Ah yeah, every time we get together, I'm like I always I never remember to wear my Masonic ring until we're <laughs> <laughs> <actually playing. laughs>
3: yeah.
4: I get out my, yeah, I've, I've got my, obviously I've got my Masonic ring on. I, I grip my fist, take, take off the, you know, thick bison leather glove that mm-hmm. conceals my hand mm-hmm. and uh, make a fist. I funnel all this magical energy into me. Um, mm-hmm. Although I'm not casting a spell, am I? It's up to you. I would like to not.
0: So, so you're using your ring as a point of focus as you try to mesmerize. Yeah,
4: exactly.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
4: that's a good one. Okay. Got my ring, and I'm like, looky here, officer. Got something nice and shiny for you. (laughs)
3: Mm, (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. So, similar deal. You have to beat the threshold of the person who did the mesmerizing, which is uh, exceptional. Uh, which is a 10. Um, And I'm going to say you would need at least a a full success of 15 to really get anywhere with this. And ideally, you'd want a high success, which would be 20.
6: Now, for the record, (laughs) I'm assuming I took his arm as I was sort of leading him out. Mm -hmm. to I'd like Mm -hmm. to say that um, I'm still holding him by one arm and standing right next to him, just in cases.
4: Okay. Sounds good. All right. Y'all ready to to see see some shit? Let's see some shit. Always a surprise. That could happen. Okay. (laughs) This one's a little vague, which is exactly what you want to hear when you're doing brain surgery.
0: This one's open to interpretation.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right. And we established earlier that cups is mesmerism. Yes. Okay. And I have a four because I'm average right. in mesmerism myself. I dabble. Indeed. So I don't know why you I'm so nervous. So <laughs> this is the so first I'm gonna play the ace of cups, which is gonna All put right. me in nineteen immediately.
0: Thought you might do something like that. Yep. However,
4: I, like I said, I've been saving this card for some time. and i want to play it now now when i said earlier it's a little vague open to interpretation Mm -hmm. um my interpretation of it is it may knock me up to the next level of success but i'll leave that up to you okay and we'll see the shit that i get into because i'm playing the devil
0: (laughs) oh my god yeah all right
4: so this is and I'll, i'll read this out while you're looking at it Mm-hmm. It says, Beware the gifts of, good, of the good neighbors. A nearby fairy, which now we're getting mm-hmm. political, or perhaps something else unearthly, uh, comes to the dramatic character's aid. But such help often comes with a price. Oh, it should. Of which Grant is willing to pay. Oh, damn. damn. I just dropped it, buddy. If I could drop this mic, I probably wouldn't because it's
3: expensive. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Also, it's on a stand. Um, okay. Wow, interesting. Such help often
4: comes with a price. Okay, cool. If the price is a buck ninety nine, I got it.
0: <laughs> yeah, nearby Faye, eh? Um, what do you think, Jade? I'll give you first writer first refusal on that. If you want to jump in, yeah, I'm
6: done for some shenanigans.
4: Interesting. Okay.
6: I don't know if you had something particular in, in mind and how that might manifest.
3: Let's see. I mean, certainly see.
6: if I'm already using my allure on him, allure is specifically overcoming the individual's will.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, oh.
6: I mean, well, because fairy allure, right, is what makes uh men into slaves for indeterminate amounts of time.
3: Mm-hmm. So
6: not using my my comeliness, this was my actual like fey allure. So it could be that his will is already weakened or there's part of him that's like distracted mm-hmm. enough that it's easier for Grant to make suggestions or. Kind of
0: I have an out. idea actually that, that has struck with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are right next to a fountain. What if Brexta just takes him into the fountain and you sort of disappear under the water? Sure. Mm hmm. Hmm. And yeah. you just take them down into your your underwater, you know, realm, basically. Everyone
6: knows this is you know, the portal of this hotel to the Fey realm, obviously. Why else would you have problem here?
4: Absolutely. Why no one takes their kids there? <laughs> <laughs> Jean-Jacques,
0: yeah. do not throw a Frank into that fountain! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um yeah, and I think that in that way between Grant uh working his incredible mesmeric skills and then Brexta taking the prefect down into her cozy little, you know, realm, right? Uh you're gonna be able to get everything you need out of him. Phenomenal.
4: And even Minomena. Mm-hmm.
0: That as well. But at
4: oh, what God. cost? <laughs> but at what cost that's what i want to know me too
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know maybe brexit doesn't want to give him back
6: <laughs> the nixies sadly are not those kinds of fairies we're usually the keep them for a week type not the keep them for a few decades type
0: you know well, even a <laughs> a week. Next if he went if he went missing for a week that would be quite a thing right you know so I, you
6: know, like what's what's a week by comparison? It's
4: exactly.
0: So a week where a week this is coming from.
4: A week our time or a week in the realm? A, <laughs>
0: a week, week in your the real time. world. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, well,
4: so, so I might as far as price goes um it isn't
0: for a
6: week. That's the price obviously. Well, I'm just Everything's throwing things on hold for a whole week.
4: All right. <laughs> I don't I don't know that. um I don't know that I have any say in this. This is a Kenny suggestion, but sometimes, uh, fairies are known to wed mortals or ask for their hand in marriage. I'm not saying grant and to get married. Um, but
0: <laughs> what a, what a season finale cliffhanger well, that would be.
4: <laughs> for real
3: <laughs>
4: next episode of the bachelor. Um,
3: but,
4: yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But Grant is like, I mean, he's got marital issues already. So Mm -hmm. wiggling out of that might be. He's not
0: even married yet. He already has marital issues.
4: Hey, don't we all? (laughs) Uh, That's what he's trying to get. So, yeah, I don't know. That's just, I'm just Mm spitballing.
0: What do you think, Jade?
6: (sighs) Not being a architectural or artistic visionary. You're not exactly my type. I understand. I understand. <laughs> no offense. How about, the pre- yeah. how
0: about the prefect? He has good charisma. Ooh, yeah, hey, now we're just, talking.
6: He lacks a certain je ne sais quoi. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. All right.
0: yeah. I like the idea that he's just gone for a while without, like...
6: It's like more like the, a retreat. He's going to like get to spend yeah. some time drinking some tea, looking over my pond, getting his sanity back. Exactly. I'm imagining he that loves it. the what? physical distance between the human realm and the fae realm is enough to kind of snap that last little thread of mesmerism.
0: Perfect.
6: I don't think I um, actually need to keep him for a full week, or I don't you do think not. I intend to. So
0: Certainly you not the intention, but you know, these things happen. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> he might
6: be back, like, for a late breakfast tomorrow. There'll be scandalous talk, but you know.
0: Exactly, scandalous enough. It. The prefect went missing for fourteen hours. It's like when Agatha Christie went went missing. You know, <laughs> we don't know. Um, okay, so cool. I like that actually. Yeah, he'll he'll turn up in the morning. That way you can come back as well and kind of give your report as to uh, as to what you found out. But uh, as to the rest of you, you just watch as Grant is like, you know, look at my ring, look, focus on the ring, you know, and then. Uh you know Brexta kind of takes his hand and pats it gently and he looks at Brexta and then the two of them just turn and step into the, the pool and then just sink down into the water and uh there's even though the water is only like 18 inches deep there's no sign of them
3: wow
1: <laughs> did not see that coming
0: yeah what does uh, how does Frederick feel about that
1: yeah, he's he's backing away from the pond.
5: nine. Back nine. up against the yeah, back yeah. Up against
1: the uh, hedgerow.
4: Not like this.
3: <laughs>
4: right. Uh well, this is gonna cause some talk. We made a big show of him leading out the <laughs> the ballroom with our Yeah, friend into an here. interior
0: courtyard no less. So uh, it's not even like you're heading away from the building.
4: This brings whole new meaning to throwing the baby out with the bathwater.
2: <laughs> I, I do not understand.
0: <laughs> it, <laughs> You're the queen of aphorisms. Oh, right, yeah. Said. It doesn't.
4: Yeah, that's not a yeah. Swedish one. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, it doesn't translate well.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Why would you perhaps, do such a thing? Perhaps it has something to do with the limited resources of a village. You may to, uh, perhaps draw lots. Who has to throw out their baby? Yeah, it's something like that.
0: Oh, those Americans
5: they their strange ways. This Algebra makes perfect sense.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: you buy, you throw the baby out after you bite the bullet. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I mean, who knows when she'll be back? So
4: uh so yeah well that do do i now know the information or do, is brexta getting it brexta is getting it okay well then i'd say we make our way back in slowly one at a time and uh like i said well i mean y'all can y'all can hang out or you can go home but i got some uh affairs i need see too
2: um I should probably let you know about a complication that may come up in the investigation, since apparently I am suspicious somehow. Um, So, the inspector let me know that my neighbors maybe reported that they saw some strange large Packages that looked suspiciously, probably like a sack of people
4: (laughs) coming to my apartment. (laughs) Sounds like you need new neighbors, who don't make up such slanderous lies against you, lady. You know how to keep their eyes to themselves. Unfortunate.
2: um, Except I did have sacks of bodies delivered to my apartment, (laughs) so. yeah, I mean I haven't In a while, but it did Happen, so just letting You know, glad that's all out On the table um, And yeah, whatever we want to do now Is fine
4: Oops I'm gonna go back inside Do you say sacks of people? <laughs> Grant Grant walks away <laughs> He's like, I've seen too many I've seen too many bodies, man
0: it's been too much violence. Just walk away. Uh, I accidentally yeah. dealt two cards to a Scander, by the way. So, so special. I'm wondering huh? why your hand is six Lucky. cards.
5: Well, I know which ones I had. So, oh, and they're just all conveniently in order. So, all right. Love cool. Me. Oh, let me just randomly. Dang, those are good cards too. All right. <laughs> Sad Thank you,
0: all right, okay, <laughs> so we have a burgeoning crisis now, Grant, you said you had something to attend to.
4: yeah, if I recall Miss Bernhardt is in attendance. Yes, okay, cool. I want to go sweep her off her feet. Ooh damn, that's right, all right. <laughs>
0: You want to seduce Sarah Bernhardt?
4: Well, well, hold on, I didn't say that. <laughs> See, you if want, you want had to a death intellectually card. seduce her? Oh wait, like a sweep attack had a death cut?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you want to sweep? Want to you want <laughs> sweep the leg?
4: Sweep <laughs> the leg? Sweeping the leg? Go up and kick the back of her knees.
2: <laughs> You're gonna start
4: like Where's an electric
2: wife? slide sort of thing oh. on the dance floor to seduce totally.
4: her. Yeah, I do want to. I do want to <laughs> go up to her. And, <laughs> give her a
0: yeah. robot, yeah, little <laughs> yeah. We'll pop and lock That's yeah, right. so anyway
4: uh I go up to her, and uh when she's finished talking to whoever she's talking to, i
3: mm-hmm.
4: take off my hat and I give a deep bow um mm-hmm. I say, uh my lady, uh would you care to dance with an old fool this night
0: all right, so. She looks at you a moment searching and she says, Ah, Monsieur Grant from from the train. Very so same.
4: Good to see
3: you.
0: So of good course. to see you. I would
4: Phenomenal. love to dance. Good, good. Uh yeah, I take her hand and I dance the hell out of that ballroom. And if you uh if you, you would like go down. If you would like a test, I could probably make one. Um, but Let's I'm really see. Oh yeah, mm. go ahead. No, go no go, go, go. Oh, I was just gonna say, I'm really out here. I mean, I am. I am a, a, a pretty decent little dancer. Mm. Um, but um, I basically just want to. I want to probe her about what she knows about the Steam Lords, mm. and in particular, um, if uh, uh, Monsieur Hoog Is either one of them, or associated with them? All
0: right. Uh, Hmm. Okay. So I would say that uh, there's no need for a test on that. Uh, You're just taking her around the the uh, dance floor as you waltz, you know, in time with the music in this gigantic turning wheel. And uh, actually, you know what? I am going to make a test because she is so unearthly beautiful that it's a challenge to keep focused on what you want to talk to her about when you're this close Ooh. up and you're dancing with her, right?
4: Now we're talking.
0: Uh-huh. So this would obviously be uh, cups, and she has an extraordinary charisma and extraordinary comeliness as well so, uh, so yeah, we're gonna need a uh twelve or better on um let's see what would be an appropriate do you have an idea of what what you might use
4: uh well, let me see here,
0: social graces might be one um
4: yeah, I don't know, I'm not much for any of that um <laughs> maybe could I perhaps use my courage?
0: Courage. Absolutely. Yes.
4: Okay, good. Well I'm great at that. Okay,
0: good. So um, you only need four four points then.
4: Well, I'll focus. drop I'll drop a twelve of cups. Damn blah <laughs> blah <laughs> blah.
0: <laughs> All right. You drop it like it's hot and That's you right. get a full success on that bad boy.
4: That's yeah, like twenty, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. Yep. Well All I right, must have so myself. I've I've right. faced I've faced down the enemy. I killed a grizzly with my bare hands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Miss Bernhardt, I once killed a grizzly with my bare hands, <laughs> but I can scarce keep my eyes off of you at this
4: moment. <laughs> that's a hundred percent what Grizzly's saying.
3: <laughs>
4: he yeah, he'll oh, definitely man. he's definitely buttering her up uh not margarine in her up. no not <laughs> that song writes itself <laughs> that's right um he's buttering her up and butter, uh not margarine yeah and you know giving her the twirl and um you know just a good old-fashioned american gentleman kind of kind of waltz and uh and then that's when i once once i feel like um perhaps she is butter in my hands I will then start breaking out the hard questions.
0: okay, uh let's see here. If you could get your uh let's see what did you play at twelve right, and you had so got up to twenty mm-hmm. if you could get eight more or i'm sorry uh four more points, that would be a high success.
4: Well, I'll dump my hand then because right. I don't got any more cups. That is fine. And the first time there in the whole go. game, no major arcana. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> All right. Good. So you get the high success. So you are able to butter her up. She's totally going for this whole rugged frontiersman thing you're laying down. You know, tell me more about grizzly bears and so on and so forth. Oh, yeah. You know.
3: And, yeah, uh, I,
4: sh- I show her the amulet that I ha- that I wear around my neck. That's like the claw of the grizzly that I killed, and you know, yeah, I've yeah. got I've got my bison-lined coat on and uh, whatnot.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, she's quite quite taken with all of it. Uh, so you then begin to uh, query her about the steamboards, correct?
4: Yeah, Steam Lords. Um, and if Mr. Uh, Hoog has any connections with them, if he is one, if he's friends with any of them, if they're back in his play, any of that kind of thing, that's the kind mm-hmm. of stuff I want to know.
0: Mm-hmm. So um, she is personally acquainted with some of the Steam Lords. It's only because they have, you know, patronized her her plays during tours of of uh, Britain and um, you know, center flowers backstage and that kind of thing. Um, but she, she has never heard of this Monsieur Hug. Who is he? Why should I know
3: who he is?
4: I regale her with tales of him opening up the margarine factory and how it was he who is upsetting all the Fae folk in the area. Um, and how I suspect that he is or is at least in cahoots with some kinds of villains
0: mm. well it's all, that all sounds terribly bourgeois to me he must I be I new he must be new money
4: he definitely okay new money I got you well I didn't want to cut you in on the on the butter so to speak so heavy <laughs> But, uh, I do feel like it's my obligation to let you know that the, uh, the Fay folk in the area are upset and, uh, that, um, I don't know. I, I don't want to be like, you need to watch your back, but I definitely want to be like, uh, you know, like there's, there's, uh, uh, there's schemes at work here and, Mm -hmm and uh it's best to keep your head down considering your heritage miss
0: oh yes i had heard something about um some disturbances you have to understand this is paris well share there is always something going on there are always people marching or protesting or something something of that nature but um i i am uh, quite flattered that you would think of me but uh, you need not worry about my safety.
4: OK, well, I know you can take care of yourself, Miss. And I uh, give her a good dip on the dance floor.
3: <laughs> and
4: uh, <laughs> as the song kind of like comes to an end, um, I want to, uh, you know, we kind of like get arm's length apart. And I give a deep bow and kiss her at the top of her hand. Mm-hmm. And thank her for a wonderful dance, and uh, and then I'm going to say, if I could, I'd like to um, ask one more thing of you, Miss Bernhardt. Of course. Um, I know. Last time we had spoke, you knew something of a Miss Holmes and a Sir Percival uh, and their nuptials. I was wondering if you had. Uh, seeing as how I caught up in the gossip here in Paris, I was wondering if you might uh, have a word or two about that.
0: Mm, Nothing beyond what is in the society pages, which I believe we discuss.
4: Yeah, I understand. Okay, well, thank you very much, miss. Thank you for the wonderful dance and uh, have a wonderful night.
0: You too. And she watches you very intently. As you make your way off the dance.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Maybe
0: biting her lower lip slightly.
4: Oh, hey, well, you know, I don't blame her. (laughs) Still got it. (laughs) That's right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So with that, a magical evening comes to an end. Astrid, you return to your flat to find a... some blood splatters on the floor and some remnants of a uh, grocery run (laughs) scattered across the uh, counter in your kitchen area, and a uh, uh, Potterfield who is um, hiding away trying to act as casual as possible while also looking super guilty.
2: Oh, you um fetched some groceries. How nice of you. Uh did did you pull a stitch while you're out?
0: Um yes. Um uh, just you know, carrying too much, too many things.
2: Yeah. I mean, fair enough. We haven't really tested the capacity of your assemblage. So Fair enough. As long as you're safe, did everything go okay?
0: Just fine. Couldn't have gone better.
2: Like, I know that's not true, but Astrid doesn't know anything, because she trusts that <laughs> everyone.
0: <laughs> She's so trusting.
2: Like, well, good. Um, Let's see here. We've got, like, half a baguette, and... um some dirt on this cheese uh no okay i think we can make do with this um do you need me to check those stitches for you or did you handle it
0: um i tried my best and you know they show you like the part where it's separated out and there's like still like an inch wide gap on the back you know
2: oh yeah that part's hard to reach and so i'll finish the the stitching and kind of check everything over on them We're going to have to be a little careful because it looks like some people noticed the work I was doing before, before I stopped because I met you.
0: Oh, oh, so you heard.
2: Heard what?
3: Hmm. Uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing
2: Not the... at all. Inspector I was working with said that the neighbors had been talking. That's all, So oh. we should just lay low a little bit. just be careful.
0: Of course uh Esther, you said you had a good perception, right? I do So you know this is a top level sort of flat, you know, like just takes up the whole the whole top floor. And it's got these you know big dormer windows you know set in uh you know along two sides uh it's you know probably about midnight by this point, maybe even a little later and uh so it's pitch black outside apart from the ambient light of the of the gas lamps and uh and the crystal lamps and you know a few other few other light sources um and so it is from that very very uh, low-level background light that you see a black feline shape uh, moving across one of those windows.
2: Is that catsubu?. <laughs> <laughs> <Get> a-
0: <laughs> Just as soon as you see it, it disappears,
3: flash of fur.
2: Huh. Well, that's strange. Well, I'm sure there are other cats in Paris, but I was hoping it was Catsubu. All
3: right. Oh, maybe we on can that. get to Cat. <laughs> it's time for a Cat.
0: So, on that enigmatic note, then we fast forward to the morning. We had some uh, tasks ahead of us here, uh, such as a visit to Jean Lemotte and a visit to the Louvre once Brexta gets back, as well as her report on uh, the Prefect. Obviously, the morning papers all carry the headline, uh, Prefect of Police Missing. And uh, there's there's uh, speculation, especially in some of the more, uh, shall we say, pro-mortal pro, uh, <laughs> papers, because you know those have to exist. Uh, of like, you know, hmm, were the, were the protesters, the anti-margarine protesters involved, you know, is this an act of petty revenge for the, uh, shooting that occurred yesterday, and, um, so, so on and so forth. So, yes, it's, uh, it's created, caused quite the stir. Um, what's Frederick up to this morning?
1: So he's read the paper. As he suspected. Hmm. And is it a work day for Frederick?
0: Let's see here. Did we did we establish what day it was? I don't think we did. Um so let's see. Let's uh let's just leave it up to chance here. We know it's May. And I'll just go ahead and roll dice here. I know I'm rolling dice in the middle of the Castle Falkenstein game. Sorry.
3: Yay.
4: sanner. Thin-
2: <laughs> oh no, but it's about something Alex's character is doing so it might be a chamber pot. Just saying.
4: <laughs> Zing. Yeah.
1: Yep. I bet there's cha- this rolls for chamber pots in this game and I'll yeah, find
0: somebody out. somebody dumps a chamber pot on you. I'm sorry. Um, right. so I got May 28th, so that, according to my 1871 calendar, that is a Sunday. So no, it is not a work day.
1: Okay, so I'll be reading the newspaper Mm -hmm. uh, over breakfast, Mm -hmm. kind of um, wondering uh, casually where Katsubu is. He wasn't there when (laughs) I got back from the ball and still hasn't returned, but this is an unusual for Katsubu. He sometimes heads off for days at a time.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I think, hmm, what was our time crunch like returning all that stuff to Ah,
0: uh, Yes, of course. You also had that limitation. Uh, 24 hours, so this afternoon okay and
1: just to go over it again from his information that's where we learned about the gunsmith mm, let's see the here. So, gunsmith
2: info is from the fairy camp that's the one Kat okay. found and gave to brexta
1: okay so we we did learn that hoog was doing like was kind of participating in some sort of arms deal with the prussians right
0: Yes, uh, he's trying to set up a gun factory to manufacture. He's, he's courting Winchester in America, and then the Prussians are offering him money to manufacture, uh, repeating rifles for them. Uh, and then also he has been uh, contacted regarding some stolen plans for a top-secret minigun, if you will from okay. his prussian contact and uh let's see you also found out you also found out that he is in a lot of debt and only paid 750 dollars in taxes last year sing topical <laughs> oh no
4: nice <laughs> well well how oh, dare he <laughs> finally let's kill this motherfucker <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would never stand in today's
1: money. After that, yeah, I was, was not that. Like, is this in like eighteen seventies money? Yeah. Well, actually, you're right.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, hold on. Let me get my converter out. Yeah. yeah right. He 1870s paid
1: dollars. <laughs> yeah, I was
5: going <laughs> to say <sense>. twenty two cents.
0: <laughs> you found out he paid a gold eagle in taxes last year. <laughs> a pile of beaver pelts. <laughs> yeah.
4: that's my currency. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: So I think I'll be spending the morning trying to uh, put together a case to put before uh, Carl Gross. As much as I loathe the thought of, uh, you know, interacting with with him as much, you know, I try to avoid as much as possible. This is Mm -hmm. just too important. So uh, I'll be taking down copies, however, whatever the best way of doing that is, whether it's transcribing, if there's any kind of photo process to, you know, uh, take, you know, some kind of evidence of that, but getting Mm -hmm. that done before we have to return that stuff in the afternoon and then putting together a file to deliver to the embassy.
0: Okay. Perfect. Uh, By the way, $750 in today's money would be $38 in 1870 money. (laughs)
3: I
4: was off by ten without going over. So right, I think I won.
0: <laughs> you did. <laughs> you won the showdown. All right. Um, yeah, that's fine. I mean you you have uh, clerks at your disposal who can make um uh, you know, they can either make hand copies or they can photograph the documents, you know.
4: Okay. So, Do you wait, oh so you wanna take the you wanna take the documents and you wanna make a copy?
1: Yeah, since we're returning the originals, uh, presumably returning the originals before this afternoon.
4: Yeah, uh, definitely. I'm
1: going to try to take as many copies or get as much information down as I possibly can.
4: So They are in my breast pocket. Okay, so I'll need, I'll need to figure out how to get those.
1: <laughs> but I think, I think we'll, like, I'm assuming that we'll probably all be, um, you know, interacting at some point on Sunday, the day after, so. Yeah, however that works out, whether it's in the morning or later, but definitely before the afternoon.
2: Because yeah, we had definitely discussed the time constraint and that we couldn't go to the gunsmith until the following day, most likely, and things. So I'm sure we would have set a time to meet back up and make sure we could do things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, so um shall we just say mid morning then since that's about when Brex is gonna be getting back? Sure. okay, back at Haas's place
1: uh yeah, that works okay,
0: all right, so um there you go, then you're all gathered together uh prefect <laughs> Wasson has <laughs> reappeared at um at the prefecture. I, little.
3: uh,
4: Grant is not there.
0: Ah. All right. Mysterious. And, um, yeah, so basically I will, I will summarize what Brexta found out last night. So, you were able to crack open the Prefect's brain, (laughs) essentially, and get him to remember everything. He has been uh, repeatedly subjected to mesmeric sessions with his brother Auguste, um, who initially was engaged to help him fix his stutter, uh, but in fact has been abusing uh, the trust placed in him by controlling his brother's um, actions to a certain extent by uh, having him funnel uh, police officers to his office for mesmeric experiments. So Auguste is doing something to the Paris police force with his mesmerism. Beyond that, Felix does not know, but he is quite uh, obviously devastated to come to that realization have those memories brought up you know and it's uh, been the thing that's been causing him so much internal strife because obviously he would never do such a thing under normal circumstances
5: given that he's the prefect of police upon discovering this would would
0: he have his brother arrested do you think? Uh, You know, that that is going to be whatever his next move is. It's presumable that he's going to do something about it, though, now that he knows. And uh, Mm. it's only a matter of possibly hours, certainly days before he makes a move.
1: Any Mm. connections between this and what happened with the fairies and that whole margarine side is it you know any kind of
0: hints at that uh, yeah. all that Brexit can say for sure is that Felix was not involved personally with that assassination but as to the activities of his police force under the influence of his brother that is another matter entirely
3: hmm Perhaps we should
5: pay this guy a visit and see what he knows. See what he's willing to tell us.
6: Certainly, trying to get the drop on him before he realizes that he needs to be on the run. Mm Probably a wise idea.
2: And I wouldn't want the P of the PP to be in danger by all these mesmerized
6: peoples that he may be going against. The big P. Perhaps then suggesting to him that my comrades and I deal with his brother and collect him with the uh, police department's um, blessing would be wise, so that he is not taken advantage of himself or his officers. Hmm. We have a wizard, so.
5: Yeah, I wonder if Grant would recognize such an engagement as being deputized and being made into a posse to round up a, a dangerous criminal.
0: No, they have posses in France. Is that in the code Napoleon? Probably not. That does
6: sound very revolutionary though, yeah. It, yeah, I was gonna in say. In the like, malicious it, spirit.
0: <laughs> yeah. They probably have an, a, an analog an English, yeah. uh, English common law kind of thing.
5: Uh, I just imagine instead of a posse, it's just much bigger. <laughs> in,
0: the in France, we do not have posses. We have mobs. <laughs>
5: right? We have the entire town. Like could really talk to you about how
0: you're fucking. <laughs> <out. Cut laughs> your <head off. laughs> Honey, the mobs outside. They want to talk to me. <laughs>
2: So that's
3: what I'm worried
0: about right now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, um, very good. So, so we've got, we've got all kinds of leads piling up here. So we've got the gunsmith. We have the mesmerist. We have a gallery visit. If you're still inclined to do that or a museum visit, I should say. And, um, of course we have the, the, uh, Continuing suspicion of the police in general as a general thing, although there's not much you can do about that. And just to remind you that with the uh, Madame Bondi, uh, she you uh, inferred that she burned her hands because uh, she was wearing lavender-soaked gloves. She had some kind of copy of blueprint paper that she tried to burn in her stove, and. She recounted the tale of Michelle's death, making it sound like it was some kind of a freak accident as he was moving to uh, you know prevent some rotten fruits from being thrown up at the stage. That's a lot of leads. That is a lot of leads. So what is the next move? Who wants to go to the gunsmith?
5: Um, I mean.
2: Yeah, Brexta does not like to go to the, the metal shop. No,
0: it's no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Um...
5: Yeah, I feel like I would definitely want to go, but not any longer because of an interest in the workings of such things and how it could further my research, but just more because it's the strongest lead towards, I think, towards recovering my plans that I'm now trying to get back in the bottle, so to speak, to prevent the harm that they could wreak on the world. I feel personally responsible
0: for for that getting out there. All right. Does anyone want to go with this, Gander?
2: I mean, Astrid's the one who identified the the photovoltaic material. Um, So I think she would be keen to go and look for such things.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Grant isn't at this meeting, right? Correct and and Grant has the evidence in his breast pocket, <laughs> right? that's Correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. So a, a uh, so a nervous. Uh, so Frederick is going to, uh, mm. yeah. He'll he'll go along with Iskander and Astrid to the okay. um, Gunsmith. I, um, the police prefix brother. Do mm-hmm. we have any idea where he is?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, you can look him up in the city directory. You know, he's a practicing doctor, so, you know, you can get his address. Also, you would have Grant's calling card. So you do have Grant's uh, current uh, residence. Okay. Place of residence.
1: Okay. All right. So change of plans. I will (laughs) head by Grant's residence. uh, Mm -hmm. See if I can um, get those sweet documents. And then I'm going to look for... I'm going to seek out the brother. Uh, what's, what's his name again? Um, uh, his August. name is... August. August.
0: Yeah, I'm going to seek that guy out. Privately. All right. Uh, very good. Excellent. So, got Frederick off on that goose chase. <laughs> Uh, a goose chase. <laughs> Speaking of gooses, what is uh up to?
6: Well, I'm trying to think. I suppose if uh, Frederick is going to seek out a goose by himself, um, then I might just go ahead and head to the Louvre to seek out this painting. Um, okay. And perhaps, I imagine. Um. Oh my goodness, I have forgotten her name. Danielle is, you know, a rather noticeable kind of character. I might ask around the loop as well to see if she's been seen visiting.
2: Oh, okay. Recently. Sure, sure. That's smart.
0: Okay, cool. So let's go to. The workshop of Jean Lamotte. First, all right. So, Iskander and Astrid, you debark from your carriage, and outside the uh, the address of Monsieur Lamotte's workshop, um, which is takes up two floors of a uh, of a uh, rented space. In a let's see the sixth arrondissement. And uh yeah, his uh the little the little label on his on the um you know the address label outside the, the you know entryway to the building uh actually identifies him as a physician by trade. And um Oh actually he's in the fifteenth arrondissement, roughly half a mile from the margarine factory.
2: Fancy that. Yeah, I was gonna say he sounds like he was close to my neighborhood.
0: Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, you uh you walk through the courtyard and you can you can hear the sound of a machine lathe, you know, operating off and on inside the ground floor warehouse slash, you know, workspace that he has. Uh, set up so um, as you uh, enter in through the the large delivery door delivery bay doors you know uh, you see this uh, sort of later middle aged man you know salt and pepper hair and he's got this big leather apron on a little pencil tucked behind his, his ear you know so definitely your people and um, he's you know grinding some some metal and then taking measurements with calipers and then making notes on a little notebook and his pulls out of his breast pocket, you know, but then he sees the two of you and says, yes, hello. What is it? Do I have an appointment? Have I forgotten about something? Who are you? What's going on?
2: Um, Just perception wise, and you can talk first. It's totally fine. But um, do I notice anything that looks like they could be put together to make Such materials, as we saw on the weapon of interest.
0: He has uh, extensive shelving uh, that, you know, holds a lot of spare parts, bolts, screws, all kinds of stuff. And then also like kind of half, you know, various projects and various stages of completion half assembled mechanisms and you see a lot of like clockwork. uh, You know, construction. So this is definitely something he would have been capable of building.
3: Okay.
5: Now, just to clarify, we're here because we want to find out if he built the murder weapon, basically. Is yeah. that is that correct? Okay. Right. Or if he the... had
2: plans stolen to such effect.
5: Got it. Okay. And... The police have already contacted him, but he he hasn't responded, or he's responded with a, you know, big old bow fingers, or what? Um, I don't I don't remember what they said exactly about his. What they said? I don't, I don't he, think they mentioned him up, specifically.
2: But... Like they were talking about how none of the gunsmiths and inventors had come forward, but I don't think I think the only mention we got of him was from the the blueprints.
5: Okay, so no one, uh, none of them have come forward, but we found that clue that led us Mm -hmm. to his doorstep. But we don't have the scrap of blueprint anymore because all of that went somewhere. You would. Not you you could have the blueprint.
0: Or... Grant just has all the papers from. Uh, from the safe. safe? Yeah. Brexta okay. got the blueprint paper. So if you had wanted that, you could have easily, you know, asked
2: okay. for it. I doubt Brexta would be like, "Ooh, this irony paper just." Came <laughs> it's paper
0: I'm that sure feels I'm so like excited. I'm being lightly electrocuted. Yeah.
3: At
6: all times, nine volt battery.
0: Uh
3: huh.
6: <laughs> no, I'm sure that I would have handed that over, uh, let you keep it once you inspected it, since I've use for research things.
3: Hmm.
5: That makes sense. Um, so, in response to, uh, Monsieur LeMatte's question, I'll come straight to the point, sir. We must talk to you about this and with a flourish i'll pull out the piece of uh, blueprint bearing his name and place it uh, firmly down upon the, the nearby workbench
0: and uh look at him sternly in the eye as though waiting a response all right so he he gets out little ponsonet's uh glasses and clips them on his nose and looks down and hey ah oh this is some of my blueprint paper yes how did you come to acquire it?
5: We retrieved this from the possession of a local, uh, Brownie resistance leader who, uh, we have very good reason to believe may have been involved in the assassination, uh, that recently took place at the, uh, margarine factory protests. In fact, we believe that this is a scrap of the very plans for the murder weapon itself. Eh? And we're trying Nonsense. to get to the bottom of this.
0: Ah, poppycock. Who are you? Are you with the police?
5: We are not with the police. We are merely concerned citizens. Furthermore, I have had plans stolen from me for a great weapon of war. This is a very evil djinn. That I must get back in the bottle before it can wreak havoc upon the battlefields of this uh,
0: of, of the earth. Mm, yes, I've heard you want to rub them the right way. Um, well, um, let me put allow me to put your mind at ease. Uh, there is only one key to the cabinets that contain all of my plans. That key is here. And he lifts a little chain from around his neck, and indeed, you see a little key dangling at the end. Uh, nobody has broken into my cabins of late or ever for that
3: matter. Mm. Well, I'm
2: sure that you wouldn't just let go of a blueprint, especially when who knows what could be done with it. Is there any possibility? I'm not sure what types of protections you have on your amazing equipment, um, but is there any way it could have been magicked away from you? Perhaps could you open and check it out just to be sure nothing has been taken?
0: Well, as you can see, and he points at some, you know, extensive filing cabinets. I have hundreds of plans in my cabinets. What would I be looking for exactly?
5: Um, Is there a nearby um, chalkboard or similar something I can bust out a quick sketch on? What was the name of the, the,
2: the make of the gun again?
5: It was like named after a guy like a Willoughby or something like that. It was like a British, yeah, really it a British one,
2: because I really wanted it to be like personally engraved that said ass mouth on it just so we could blame that dude for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like after the fact.
5: Yeah. Yeah, clearly, this is
0: the perpetrator. <laughs> Look, it says so right here. Uh let's see, I, I can never hold it in my brain. Whitworth. Right? Whitworth okay. Rifle. Yeah,
2: that's right. I knew it was a W something. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
5: I like said like a Willoughby. Or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Whitworth. Okay. It
2: was uh, oh, yeah. built on a Whitworth rifle frame um, and it had a photovoltaic element.
3: Oh, yeah. so right.
5: I feel like she'll be like, narrating as I'm sketching out the, the rough plans of yeah. what it looked like on the board.
0: He's watching that. Little arrows
5: and... and labels and stuff. <laughs> uh, Appropriately.
0: Yes, yes. I, uh, I did actually design the, that very firing mechanism. I never built one, though. It was sort of an uh, intellectual exercise, really.
2: It was truly remarkable to see that someone had built it, likely from your plan, based on this uh, retrieved scrap. Um, could we see where that exercise plan may have been just to make sure that it is still in your your care?
0: Well, oh, of course. You know, <laughs> strangely enough, as he's walking over to the cabinets, I just saw the plans in these drawers two days ago as I was searching for another set of plans. Let's see here. Mm, yes, number, uh, number 17G. Here we are. Unlocks it, pulls it out. Yes, and flicking through it. It would be right here, but it's not here, it is missing, oh dear.
5: The plans have been stolen then.
0: It seems
2: there is a lot of that going on right now for us inventors and engineer types.
0: Mm, Quite so, but it's still impossible, it's quite impossible. I saw these plans two days ago, as I tell you, and I know, I designed it myself, that you could not build such a mechanism in less than five days.
2: Is there anyone else who would have known about this exercise?
0: Uh, well, uh, inventor to inventor. <laughs> uh, three days ago, a tall blonde woman uh, visited my shop. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <sighs> And uh, she was curious. She wanted to know if there were ways to fire a rifle uh, remotely. <laughs> well, I was rather taken by her. I don't mind telling you. And...
2: Uh, yeah, it's that Well, I,
0: I described the mechanism to her, but I I didn't show her the blueprints or give her a copy or anything foolish like that. Like I said, that was only three days ago. It, again, it, even if she had returned that night to steal the plans, it would not have been enough time for someone to... To make that mechanism. Um, that did you happen letter. to
2: notice that she discarded a handkerchief perhaps that says BFF in very fine, stupid stitching on it?
0: No, no, there was no handkerchief left behind.
2: Hmm. All right, interesting. Well, I am sorry you had to make her acquaintance. This is very interesting to know. Please be on your guard. There is much suspicion going around towards engineers and inventors by the police, and we're trying to get to the bottom of what's actually happening.
0: Of course. Uh, Yes, well, obviously, this is quite bothersome to me as well. So if there's anything I can do to assist in the future, and uh, anything you can do to, well, you know, keep my name out of the papers
2: yes if, i uh, certainly would not want to throw any other intelligent people like yourself under the uh, carriage as they say
0: <laughs> under the <laughs> omnibus <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to
5: give him uh, one of my calling cards and ask that if you are contacted in the future or have already been contacted Uh, To construct a miniaturized version of John Gatling's uh, infamous invention, um, the Gatling gun, uh, you must refuse to do so under all circumstances. The damage could be unprecedented.
0: Of course, but I'm most intrigued by this. We must, uh, perhaps when all this calms down a bit, we'll have to... Uh, get together for a luncheon and uh, you can tell me more about this. I'm most intrigued. Uh, indeed. Let us
2: all exchange cards as is customary.
5: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give one of my cards to Astrid too, even though she already knows how to like, get a hold of me and everything. As, 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 if it's like a coastal. Japanese business meeting.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like how you've added hand creation student underneath <laughs> all of your other stuff
5: hand lettering <laughs> I, li- I like to think of it as the uh, business card scene in american psycho <laughs> it's just
0: like, yeah exactly like break
5: out uh, it even sweat. has a watermark
4: yeah <laughs> i like to think Dude, that, i like to think that iskander's uh, business card has like amateur wrestler on it somewhere
0: <laughs> amateur wrestler yeah
4: yeah, it has his wrestling name on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: like Nacho Libre. Yeah. Yes. S-
4: semi-professional race car driver and amateur tattoo artist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's
3: like I the know. time I was Bruce having uh, I
0: was having dinner in Petaluma and heard the guy at the table next to me introduce his dining companion to the the waitress as his financial advisor and spiritual guru.
3: Ooh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's a prestige class you have to <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> he took five levels in financial advisor and then prestige classed up into spiritual guru
4: she's gonna peak at life coach
0: <laughs> ah 12th level life coach
2: yeah and then so he think, gets <clears throat> yeah before yes. we leave though i would mention like yes and at this luncheon perhaps we can also discuss because he is also a doctor like a medical Oh uh-huh. person. <laughs> um, the uh, Some information I have found uh, on the crossover between the physical body and technologies.
0: Oh, most interesting indeed. And Miss Faraday, have I seen your name in the literature connected with Rhyme Engine Master?
2: Oh yes. Uh, I worked under him, especially during his time um, on the Duchess uh, the train that we arrived here on.
0: Of course, of course. That it must be where I saw it. Well, I'd most uh, be most interested to pick your brain, as it were, about the uh, engine magic that uh, Master Rhyme has uh, most recently uh, discovered.
2: Of course, I'll bring the chisel. Very good, then. Wants All right. To pick my brain, so, let's get
0: to it. Haha. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, So, you have a connection there with uh, Dr. Lemont. All right. So, let's jump over to the Louvre. Miss Boland.
3: All
0: right. Let's hear it.
6: So, I got to take quite a good look at Danielle when I met her at the camp, Mm -hmm. and my shapeshift is good now. Mm. So I would like to try and take her shape and stroll into the Louvre and, you know, just sort of see if I get any reaction that way.
2: Nice.
0: And you have a pretty high level of shapeshifting, right?
6: It's good. It's but good. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and add.
0: Yes.
6: A. An eight of wands to that. Nice.
0: Okay. So that'll get you up to a 14. So, uh, great. Okay. That's extraordinary. So you take on her aspect exactly.
6: Phenomenal.
0: You learn how to imitate her exhortly. We used and... to have glamored
2: the dress, like the Bjork-like dress, but like goose dress as your outfit for this. <laughs> I don't
6: know if that seems like her style. <laughs> <I'll
3: take it.
0: laughs> her style. Her style, like most brownies, is very rustic. You know, it's okay. kind of uh, like French peasant girl kind of mm-hmm. chic, you know.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Okay, so you stroll into the Musée du, Lou- du Louvre mm-hmm. and um, begin to stroll amongst the paintings. I, I'm guessing you've been here any number of times already. Oh, sure. Yeah.
6: This ain't my first rodeo.
0: No. <laughs>
6: Grant might say.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone's getting Americanized by Grant. That's
3: how it happens. All right,
0: so... Um, you know there's a, a fair number of, of people browsing around but um in due course you navigate through the crowds you don't seem to be drawing any particular notice you know nobody's uh nobody's really um, bothered or or excited by your presence and uh so you navigate through the the crowds and, and find a, a little small gallery wing deep within the Louvre itself. And here indeed you find the painting in question. Fall of the Fairy. It uh, is painted in Richard Dodd's uh, distinctive vernacular and it seems to show, because these are somewhat you know almost surrealistic compositions he does, but it seems to show the exact moment of a bullet striking a victim in remarkable detail. Uh, Most remarkably, you see Michelle and Danielle depicted identifiably in the painting, and Michelle is the one being shot.
6: That is bizarre.
0: What is your perception, if I may ask?
6: It is also good, but I can check that.
0: If you can get that up to great, you might notice something else.
6: How's this ace of pentacles?
0: Ooh. <laughs> All right.
6: Yeah, you like I pentacles?
0: <laughs> you like I pentacles? Because I got 15 of them.
6: I, I, I can All add right. more. <laughs> no,
0: that's... that's it. <laughs> How about them pentacles? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, great. So. Yes, you can see this Michelle-type character being felled by an assassin's bullet. And what you notice is that in Danielle's hand is a shining disc. Mm. It's being held in the palm of her hand and pointing back towards the source of the shot.
6: Does it look like a mirror or does it look like anything else that I can identify?
0: Um, you know, it uh, because you had such a good success, yeah, you can see upon closer inspection that it is indeed a hand mirror.
6: Well, that is just dastardly. Now, that being said, this painting was from 1861, so like yeah. 10 years ago, yes? Mm hmm. Does it. Feel or seem at all like it's, I don't know, been altered or tampered with in
3: any
0: way? Or uh, again, you got a really good success on that, so I'm going to say that uh, you are quite sure that this is the original. Uh, you see no signs of overpainting, you know, or anything of that nature. All the brush strokes look original. And it's been, uh, you know, it's a, it's an oil painting, so it's been varnished and sealed. Mm-hmm.
6: Well, I have no, no real idea what to make of that. I hadn't heard that Dodd was a, an oracle or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know if I rack my little fairy brain. Are there any other instances of his paintings having something? You
0: know, similar, like Yeah, not really. I mean, you just know about him because he's kind of, you know, this eccentric. You know, eccentric. Yeah, he's he's an outsider artist before that's such a thing, you know. So um that's you know, obviously that's your kind of your wheelhouse is, you know, the people who are pushing the envelope of imagination creativity. That's mm-hmm. about the only reason you know you know of him wasn't anything like, you know, like, hey, yeah, this guy, you know, is like a cipher, and he occasionally paints it's things that haven't happened times.
3: yet, you know. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Can I
6: find someone who works here and ask them how long the painting has been hanging here for?
0: Oh, certainly. Uh, yeah, so you flag down a, you know, docent or the equivalent. Uh, and they say, "Oh, uh, well, let's see. I that's been hanging at least uh, five years. I've been working here."
3: All
6: right. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I suppose it's perhaps time to see if I can not infiltrate the camp again.
0: Indeed. All right. So uh, over to Frederick.
1: OK. So first stop, uh, Grant Morgan's address, see if he's mm-hmm.
0: home. Now, Grant, you were staying at a hotel, correct?
4: That is correct.
0: And would you be at this hotel?
4: I'm uh, some somewhere in my room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> very good uh, so um, I don't know what they would have done in the days before telephones <laughs> you know, it's not like, <laughs> not like the, the main desk can call up to your room or something um, alright so so Frederick you inquire about Grant down at the main desk presumably they send a bell hop up go knock on Grant's
4: door tell you you got a visitor uh, I yell at cinema drunkenly
3: <laughs> so right.
1: I, I arrive and uh <clears throat> i'm uh, very familiar with this uh uh pastime so uh,
3: <laughs>
1: i th- think nothing of it of course uh <laughs> there
0: myself man yeah but my my
1: mind is um kind of laser focused on the task at hand so i uh, cut to it pretty quickly and ask if uh I might borrow the documents for an hour or so for my clerks to copy uh, and they'll return them uh, after they're done. And they're all, you know, I, I trust them
4: uh, fully. Uh, I get, you, you tell, uh, from the shape of my room, my bed is perfectly made. I've been sleeping on the floor next to it. Um, <laughs> On top of my – I basically take off my jacket and lay on the the floor. I get up, and I start patting around in the pockets, and I hand them to you, Um, and I say, uh, well, if you trust them, just remember we got to have these back and miss your Hoog's hands sometime soon. What time is it?
1: Uh, You said it was, what, early – was it early afternoon at this point? Uh,
0: yeah, I've enough, well, getting up towards noon. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. All right. So uh, I think I would have arrived with my clerks. Like I would have had them at least come uh, with me or meet me there.
0: Sure, sure.
1: And so I'll uh, see if they can, if I, um, hmm, where'd be a good place? Grant, is it all right if my clerks uh, use your room?
4: Uh, yeah, let me get some drinks. <laughs> I turn around and start pouring drinks for everybody. I'm like, How many boys you got? And I'm like just pouring alcohol over cups.
0: <laughs> I just picture you wearing like your buffalo fur lined <laughs> coat and then like just nothing on the bottom. There's just like the sock garters <laughs> Pretty and <the> much. socks. <laughs> you know, totally. just the slight slight trace of your sagging ass, you know. <laughs> <Yeah. the afternoon. laughs> I,
4: <I'd> say like <laughs> one of my my big toe is like poking through my sock. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's like a YouTube with the butt flap down. Yeah.
4: Totally. it's, all, it's all <laughs> Yep.
1: Oh,
3: perfect. So we're have like three I'm or like, four
1: oh, uh, like innocent interns, you know, oh, with God. me that are like, so I, I, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I think nothing of it, so
4: I send it in, you know. All right.
0: Yeah. There's just these like <laughs> law students. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh God. Yeah, like first I year.
1: in students.
4: boys, and I, <laughs> I turn around, and I've got like a like a tray of shot glasses, and I'm handing them out to everybody i'm like drink up drink up it's cold outside (laughs) so uh
1: seeing that everything seems to be uh you know in order in order here (laughs) uh i will um take my leave but i'll I'll return uh i sure uh grant and the uh clerks that i'll return shortly
4: yeah i'll i'll get ready um As as Haas is going, because I know it. I mean, if Haas is here, I got to get going. Um, but uh, I'm definitely keeping an eye on these clerks. I don't necessarily uh, trust trust anybody at this point.
1: I just love the idea that they're all like really, like neatly put together. You know, like whatever the whatever the equivalent of like a a a neat haircut would be. You know, in that area. You know, just like super like. Yeah. All right, want to you know want to make a good impression, and then like just this room it just looks like <laughs> like crashed. you know, Jim Morrison's like hotel room. <laughs> totally
0: smells <laughs> horrible. Like, yeah, it looks
1: like the hotel yeah. room from uh, uh, Fear and Loathing.
0: Yeah. Totally, yeah. <laughs> it's just flooded with oranges floating in it.
4: I'm like, I'm like, I'm like getting ready, and these guys are like making copies of the documents, and I'm like hell of a night last night, boys, huh? <laughs>
0: Oh, we wouldn't know, sir.
4: Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, okay.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I just keep
0: getting like, what ready. One of them's like crossing himself.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> I just keep getting ready, but I, I'm watching them. I'm watching them. They know it. Right. I keep yeah. commenting every now and again.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah, they're just they're just diligently clerking. So, uh, so Frederick, where are you headed off to then?
1: I'm heading to the residence of, let's see, what was his name? Auguste Wasson.
0: Ah, uh, yes. All right. Uh, so that's not too far from uh, Grant's hotel, so you can you can walk it. Okay. Um, now, as you're walking, uh, you begin to note that there's the sound of footsteps walking in like, you know, concert with your own, same pace, just, you know, maybe about 10 feet behind you. Okay, so
1: this path that takes me to uh, Auguste's home, is it a straight shot or is it a little bit uh, zigzaggy?
0: Oh, you know, it's Paris, so it's zigzaggy.
1: Okay. (laughs) So I'm gonna to attempt to get a look at whoever's following me, but what I want to do I want to do it without them noticing that I'm looking. So I'm gonna, you know, take a turn down the street and as I do so maybe uh you know uh, bump into somebody or or excuse myself and then as I'm kind of turning towards them, I want to take a look and see if I can get a get eyes on whoever this is. All right.
0: Uh so that's easily done. And you see uh two Very beefy men. Uh, They're about Iskander's size and build. Um, They're wearing, like, you know, your classic kind of French, uh, like, striped shirts and, you know, high-belted trousers, so they look very working class, you know. One of them has a pretty nasty scar going down the left side of his face. The other one has, you know, cauliflower ears. And uh, they've, you know, got their hands stuffed in their pockets and their little push-down caps. Okay. So, and they're
1: follow- they've are follow. they been following me long enough that it's not just coincidence or...
0: Yeah, uh, like, they they started following you as soon as you left the hotel. It's like they were waiting for you. Okay. All
1: right, so I'll, I'll keep going. I'll keep uh, making my way there. I'll try to avoid alleys, if at all possible, at least for now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll, I'll keep making my way over there to my destination. All
0: righty. Uh, let's see. How's how's your physique?
1: (laughs) Non-existent.
0: You actually have a zero in physique. It shouldn't even be possible. And yet there it is.
1: So I'm assuming that means average.
0: Yeah. All right. You will have to give me a uh, successful physique dramatics uh, feat to outmaneuver these guys. Uh, And they have a good physique. So okay. you need at least two points to get a partial success. Obviously a full success would be ideal. What would I need for a full success? For a full, you would need a 12, which is eight points above your average. And obviously okay. it's wands, is the suit in question.
1: All right, so... Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm throw that down and just go for the partial success
0: partial success. All right. Okie dokie. So, um, so yeah, they keep pace with you, uh, but you do manage to, uh, uh, keep them from maneuvering you into, like, you know, an alleyway or other out-of-the-way spot. Um, so, uh, presently you arrive at Auguste Wasson's, uh, residence, Uh, with your with your friends still in tow and you know they just casually keep walking you know past you as you pause outside of uh, the walk up to Wasson's flat but you can tell they're watching you and it's almost assured that they will be waiting for you
4: when you are done here
1: Okay, so uh, I'll head up to the door and knock.
0: Alright. So a um, valet answers the door. Yes, may I help you?
1: Bonjour, I'm here to see Monsieur Basson.
0: I see. He is with a patient at the moment. Do you have an appointment?
1: I do not, but I am a friend of his brother's, and I believe that he would be
0: most interested in hearing what I have to say. Certainly. Uh, right this way then, sir, if I may take your coat and hat. OK. And so... uh, he leads you, takes your takes your things, takes your card, and uh, leads you into a little parlor area.
3: All right,
1: so I will make myself comfortable as I wait.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. It's just the ticking of a mantelpiece clock to accompany you. All right, back at the hotel, Grant. The clerks uh, finish up their copying tasks and depart as quickly as possible. Well
4: done, fellers. Um, did well. Frederick didn't tell me where he was going, did he?
0: I don't believe so. Did you? No, he's been very cagey about what he's up to. Oh
1: dear.
4: Well. I guess I'm heading to Mr. Hoogs.
5: All right. All right. I feel like Grant would have like concocted some sort of cowboy hangover cure involving vinegar and hot sauce and raw <laughs> eggs and.
4: <laughs>
3: totally.
5: Tobacco spit. And yeah. Whatever else. I don't know. <laughs> Something. Yeah.
4: I definitely have a wake up juice from Back to the Future 3. <laughs> yeah. Half a raw onion. Oh, totally! Yeah, yeah. I, I have I probably uh, have one of uh, Haas's boys go get me a few things from the kitchen uh, before they take like off.
6: Anchovies and Worcestershire.
4: It's a Worcestershire. <laughs> Give me some damn Worcestershire. <laughs> Give me some of that
0: Worcestershire
4: <laughs> <laughs> And I ain't talking about the village. <laughs> Uh yeah, so then I I I gather my effects and uh Mr. Hoog's effects mm-hmm. and I start making my way down there and uh trying to concoct a story about how I got this stuff back from the land of fairy.
3: hmm
4: So I'm practicing.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Probably out loud.
3: <laughs> well,
4: you see, Mr. Hoog, uh we've got some fairy companions of our own and uh, we sent her down there and you know, they're real particular about their particulars and uh, they get, you know, this and that. and uh, we, we were dotting our T's, Mr. Hoog. I promise you that.
0: <laughs> Things I had to promise them. Oh my. <laughs> well,
4: if my first son doesn't pop out with hooves, I don't know what went wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: about promising them they're first born is if you never have a kid you never have to give it to them
4: that's right man my age <laughs>
3: honestly my all
6: first right. thought is what have you been doing with all those buffalo
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: all right so uh so yeah you you know you take a carriage over find the margarine factory uh, you know, Potterfield watches you from the window as you, as you're escorted inside. And, um, get a, and, uh...
4: A, a chill down my spine. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a flicking of the curtain.
4: Yeah. On the top
0: floor. Um, but yeah, so, so Hoog meets you out on the floor of the, uh, of the factory. Well, did you get the papers?
4: I did, Mr. Hoog. You'll be happy to know, and I... Present them with a bow. Mm-hmm. Um, oh,
0: thank goodness. I, and he, he takes them and he, he's like kind of feeling that, that hydrogenated oil on the paper, you know? And he's like, oh. Uh,
4: yeah, some uh, remnant of the land of Fae, I'm told. Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, vile creatures, Mr. Hoog. Indeed they are. Believe Indeed you they me. Are well
0: i am in your debt sir for securing these papers and uh taking that uh loathsome task upon yourself now i believe if you are amenable we were uh, to discuss financing the next time
4: we met i was just about to say the same please and i motion for him to uh to lead me in yes please step into my office
0: uh, so, entering the <laughs> office, yeah, it's, so the memory is like, still fresh. You know, too soon.
4: You,
0: you do a double take just to make sure the safe yeah. is still iron. You know,
4: <laughs> I'm like, maybe well, everything seems to be in order here. <laughs> maybe it just
0: winked at you. You're not sure. <laughs> totally yeah, it s- smells like a movie theater lobby.
4: Right. <laughs> takes me back being in here. Anywho, <laughs>
0: <laughs> anywho
4: uh Anyhoog.
0: so so how serious are you in terms of like are you just going to play him like a like a fish on the line or did, you know are, are you like hey maybe i could actually get invested in this guy's company
4: well i mean i guess that remains to be seen mm-hmm. um i want to get an eye for, you know i want to get an eye I'm gonna, i mean i'm gonna be i'm gonna be blunt with the man because i think that's what he i mean he's a businessman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a businessman. Not waste man. each
0: other's time.
4: Like all right. right, exactly. It's like, all right, Mister yeah. Hoog. Let's not uh, let's not pretend to misunderstand each other. Um, yeah. I can't help but notice that you took this margarine factory and uh, you seem to be making things that aren't uh, well meant to be put on a baguette.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, that remains to be seen.
4: <laughs>
0: you can do amazing that's things right. with a Winchester rifle. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've baked this Winchester rifle into a baguette. Now watch me fire it. <laughs> um, so he he nods and he says, "Well, I'm, <laughs> I I know that you had access to my papers, and um, you know, I'm sure you didn't uh, look on purpose, but it's I'm sure it's also hard not to see the uh, letterheads and so forth."
4: Well, believe me, uh, sir, I, I had to verify their contents. I can't just. Uh, who knows what the what the fairies have floating around their uh, oily realm <laughs> <laughs> don't look precisely. at me like that rexter <laughs>
0: precisely so yes you know with any luck oh, these will turn into these will turn i heard that <laughs> with any with any luck these uh these won't turn into dried oak leaves tomorrow or something
4: uh yeah i, I give them uh, a i give him a laugh <laughs> I'm like, but oh, um eh.
0: mm. I uh, I appreciate a man who is forthright in his business dealings, and uh, you you remind me of the Americans I have been corresponding with, which is perhaps why I thought that uh, you would come here as an official representative of the Winchester Repeating Arms Company, but if that's not the case, then I'll just say it's obviously Providence has brought us together.
4: Uh, again, I believe uh, destiny I would prefer, sir, but uh, I do understand your your meaning. And yes, I, I would not want to come across as a, someone I am not, but I I do have some money in my pocket, burning a hole, as it were, and I'm looking to diversify my income.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Well then, uh, let's get down to, as you Americans say, brass tacks. And uh, we can discuss. So basically, he lays out, yeah, like, you know, he um, realized that this margarine thing was just too... Too hot to handle. Okay. Uh, possibly also too cold to hold. And so <laughs> he, um, he he decided to start converting his factory to gun manufacturing, but then basically ran out of startup capital. And uh, the local banks have not been forthcoming. He's, you know, he's from the, uh, uh, you know, kind of rural part of the northeast uh out near the the belgian border and you know um they they had granted him a business loan on the condition he was going to build a margin factory and now he's coming back and saying actually i changed my mind you know bankers don't like that kind of thing so yeah um but you know i have all the plans in place i have a deal uh with the repeating arms company i have interested clients you know all i need is a little bit extra startup capital we can arrange an amenable profit-sharing plan uh, so that you can get your money back and then some handsomely. I'm sure I don't need to tell you that arms dealing is uh, an evergreen industry, as they say.
4: <laughs> well, I know that. Um, you know, and I kind of give him some ba- some background on, on me and my time in the war, my mm. experience with firearms, mm. um, and then my uh, stumbling upon a fortune in the Southwest. Um, do I get the impression that this dude is a bad guy? I mean, as a, uh, I mean, yeah, you know, s- selling, selling guns to, uh, to who, to who Austria. Is that what he's doing? Uh,
0: Prussia actually. Prussia. But, that's he, right. But he didn't, he didn't say, he didn't tell you specifically. He just said he had some clients who were interested. Right.
4: Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I, do, I would like to get some bet. Well, yeah, I might be like, uh, you know, I, I don't want to burn any bridges, maybe being new here in Paris. So if you could, I would, I would like a, uh, I don't want to say like a business plan, but, mm-hmm. um, I would like to know some of these clients of yours. Um, perhaps I've had dealings with them in the past. Perhaps, you know, we might be on uneven ground here. And if I'm going to be investing in your startup capital, um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not so brazen as to say that I would like a, a, a chip in the bag, so to speak of, uh, deciphering and, you know, deciding who your clientele is. Um, but that might very well inform my decision.
0: Oh, yes. Well, of course I, uh, as you're uh as you're a foreigner yourself uh i'm I'm sure I can be uh honest with you and 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 I'll just let you know that all of my business dealings are completely above board nothing I do is illegal uh but I have had some interest expressed from the Prussian government
4: okay and uh grant being a foreigner in this part mm-hmm. of the world um what would he know of Prussia? Would he know that like they're on, they're enemies of, of France or anything like that?
0: Yeah, I mean, you're you're aware that Prussia and France are, are rivals and that, you know, the Iron Chancellor Bismarck would very much like to knock France down a few pegs.
4: Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm not like some French patriot. Mm-hmm. Um let me ask you guys this would uh what do you guys think should i should i play this fool should i put money into his business i mean it might be a way for us to keep
2: tabs on what the prussians are doing since bernadette is being so slippery and holy and prussian
4: true
1: and I don't think Frederick has said anything yet to anyone at the embassy. He's just had the information collected. So mm-hmm. if it turns out that there's a better play here than turning it over, I think he would be okay with that. Uh, maybe keeping that information as sort of a an ace up our sleeve in case we need it.
4: Okay. All right. Well, um, me getting the psychic and spiritual blessings of... Our heads are floating around Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of my team, uh, I would be inclined to say, yeah. I'm, I'll throw in, um, you know, just be like, well, first of all, I would. I need to know how much money he needs. Because I mean, mm. in Kenny's head, uh, I'm I'm well, <laughs> I'm uh, well situated, in game terms. My ex-checker, I believe, is only good.
0: Okay, you have a good X checker.
4: I have All good right. X checker, but I also have good connections, so I'm I may be able to. Uh, and I could even I could I could play a card, perhaps um, that might make my connections better. If that helps me secure a loan, mm-hmm. or is like, hey, you know, I'll give you this much now, and I'm good for this much later.
0: Yeah, I think I think at that level, that's what it would be. Like you could you could give them a little down payment and then spin some story about, oh, I have to wire for more, you know, from back home, you know, sell a few stocks or whatever, you know, that kind of thing.
4: Right. So,
0: yeah, you could pull it off. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll do that then. All right. So, as wheelings and dealings are being done at the margarine factory, uh, let's see. So, we had um we had brexta uh heading back to the protest camp and then astrid and iskander what are you up to
5: so having gotten the information that the plans were stolen from Mm -hmm. um dr Mm lamont um i feel like we would i mean i don't know i would propose that we seek to catch up with our uh with our companions at their various uh errands at least at their last known errands it's like well, well that was you know we got that done
6: the brandy you know. camp is in the same neighborhood ish as astrid's apartment right yep yep So it's very
3: close by probably yeah right.
6: and if you guys head back to astrid's apartment to sort of regroup that i because
2: honestly we wouldn't know where anyone else was going anyway uh because frederick was kind of secretive and you know we knew grant was returning paperwork at some point but that was the extent of it
5: yeah i'd wondered about that like if um it it seemed like we had all been like we're going here and we're going there like ready break but it it was more of a like less of an announcement or something like that and okay
6: I, don't know. Um, I that um, considering the margarine Factory, Astrid's apartment, and the Brownie Camp are all in the same vicinity, and considering we knew that I was going to go investigate Danielle and Grant is in the area anyways, it does seem like Astrid's apartment would be a likely place to regroup and, you know, sort of touch base before doing anything. So I imagine I would probably go to seek you all out there before going and doing anything.
0: Makes sense.
5: <laughs> and um, Dr. Lamotte's uh, workshop is in the same area yeah, as
2: well, nearby.
5: So yeah, it's kind of a no-brainer. All right, I suppose we would have some Victorian uh, Falconsteinian flavor of this conversation <laughs> in game with each other, and then uh, decide to. Head to your uh, your flat. Does that sound accurate?
2: Yeah, and I mean, I think we'll have some information to try to piece through and figure out how we might be able to track down Bernadette and her connection to all this as well. Hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, and you haven't met Potterfield, so you can do that, too.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Indeed. Okay, so that takes us back to the parlor of Dr. Voisson's uh, (laughs) office slash residence. So, uh, the one guy with the poor mesmerism skill (laughs) has gone... (laughs) He has gone to visit the mesmerist. <laughs> Excellent.
1: Yeah, I'm just sitting there, like uh, in a seat, kind of nervously tapping my foot, just watching the door that leads out into the
0: uh, office. Yeah, there's some magazines on the table next to you. You know, there's an aquarium, and um, and then you hear a door open. You hear some voices you hear sound of people coming down the hall and you see, you know, a couple of men, a couple of gentlemen pass by, uh, and you know, one of them is saying like, yes, well, I think we're nearly there. I, I think, uh, you've made tremendous progress this last week. So maybe just one or two more appointments. Excellent. Yes. And then, you know, do I door know? opening,
1: do I see the men as they pass by? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, do I recognize them? would you have reason to
1: were they attending the policeman's ball mm. uh
0: no they were not okay
1: and i haven't seen them elsewhere i'm specifically looking for police officers if mm-hmm. i noticed
0: mm-hmm. or do they have mm-hmm. like are they
1: in uniform i mean i'm assuming they wouldn't just be in uniform but right
0: uh, right other... what's your uh what's your perception great Oh shit! Okay, yeah. Actually, the the client uh, you do recognize as uh, one of the uh, officers who had accompanied Inspector Lagasse to your uh, your flat.
1: Okay, so my foot is now tapping even faster.
3: <laughs>
0: All right, and then um, and then the the gentleman uh, comes back, and you know he's looking at his uh, pocket watch, and then. Tucking it away as he walks in the the room, uh, you can see the family resemblance to the brother. Um, this this fellow has much more uh, aggressive mutton chops, and um, and uh, you know, kind of spilling out over his over his uh, collar and jacket. And uh, but otherwise, yeah, definitely definitely related. And so he, he peers at you. Uh, yes, my valet says you have uh, come to uh, ask me a few questions, uh, monsieur, and he takes your card out of his pocket. Monsieur Haas, is it? Indeed. I am
1: an acquaintance of your brother.
0: Yes. Uh, May I ask uh, through which channels?
1: Uh, Through the MC. I'm an official diplomat from
0: Austria. Ah, I see. Well, very good then. Uh, can I offer you a drink, or a cigar? Uh,
1: no, uh, this won't take long. Hmm. Uh, is Are we uh, able to speak in private here? I, is, I'm assuming this is a private room, or there is there uh, a lot of foot traffic?
0: Oh, no, it's just the parlor. So he says, oh, of course. And he, he turns and draws the uh, parlor doors shut. Uh, and they close with a click. then he turns back around and uh, walks over to the facing armchair. Sits down. Please.
1: So I sit across from him. Mm -hmm. uh, Directly facing him. uh, Hands on my knees. Mm -hmm. Actually one hand on my uh, cane. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I say "I, I know what you did to your brother. I know who you are. I know what kind of monster you are. And I want to know what you're doing with the policeman. And As I'm Shit. saying this, mm-hmm. I'm having these flashbacks to my time uh, of my first job, my first uh, diplomatic job mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the uh, Fae and uh, not realizing it was a reassignment to a uh, court of an unseely baron Mm. and during my tenure there i was subjected to uh many forms of uh mental uh i don't want to say torture but definitely uh, a lot of negative uh stuff there a lot of mind games and uh it's because of this that i've developed this deep sort of uh, uh loathing for anyone who who acts in such a way So, Mm. so yeah, this whole time, I'm just kind of like sitting there with these thoughts going through my head as I'm, as I'm laying this out.
0: Nice. Okay. So he, uh, he listens to you uh, completely impassively, you know, and, uh, and, you know, seems to have absolutely no reaction to your accusation. Uh, But instead just, you know, His eyes sort of boring into yours, you know, he says, I'm not entirely sure, monsieur, that you know what you're talking about. Indeed, I think you're entirely mistaken. So we're going to have a duel of wills. Uh, So what is your courage, please?
1: My courage is average.
0: Okay. And your mesmerism is poor. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me get his here. Right.
2: It's say during session zero that potentially the reason for its poorness could offer him some protection against mesmerism. He just couldn't do the thing.
0: Correct. It's entirely possible. <laughs> I don't know, I don't All know. right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's so a 0.001% huh? chance.
0: <laughs> ah, <fuck. laughs> All right, so... <laughs> All right, so this is how it's going to live. Um, <clears throat> I have to create a new card deck here. <laughs> Playing cards. There we are. Shuffle. Okay, so. Um, let's see. Each duelist starts by taking six cards from the deck. Two of these should be red cards, two should be black cards. The suits or face values do not have to match as long as each duelist has two black cards and two red cards The remaining two cards should be either jokers or two face cards of the same type. Okay. Alright, so uh, let's see if I, we can actually figure out how to do this here.
1: So yeah, while this is happening. I'm just, you know, hands yes. at my sides, uh, sweat starting to percolate on my brow little vein uh-huh. pumping in the forehead. But I'm Uh, making a point of staring directly into his eyes. I'm not trying to look away. I'm not trying to break. I'm actually like Going in for it.
0: (laughs) You're all in. Yeah. All right, cool. So go ahead and uh, right click over each card and select take and that'll move it up into your hand. Okay, okay, so Uh, Red cards represent attacks, i.e. your, you know, sort of pushback or your your verbal, you know, attack, if you will. Uh, Black cards represent defenses, which would be, you know, uh, resisting his attempts to mesmerize you. Uh, And then face cards represent rests, okay? Those are pauses to catch your breath, metaphorically speaking. Uh, So what is... Let's see here. We are using, uh, or you are using courage. So what is your courage? Average. Average. Okay. So, uh, you have to use four rests per round. Okay. Um, and there are, uh, three exchanges per round. Okay. okay. Does that make sense? So... Sure. In each exchange, you select one of your cards. You select an attack, a defense, or a rest, okay? Okay. And then um, you play that, and then I play my choice, and we compare the two results. Okay. Out of those six, since you have average courage, out of those six uh, exchanges, or uh, six cards, rather, that you're going to draw, oh, yeah, okay, so each... Both Duelists secretly pick two cards from the ones in their hand to represent their actions. So you can pick two attacks, two defenses, two rests, or any combination of the three types. Perfect. So out of your six selections, over the course of the round, four have to be rests. Right.
1: Okay. And I and I get new cards as I expend them, or no,
0: because just... these are just these are just representational. Okay. Uh, the va- the face values don't actually matter. Okay, gotcha. Right. So. Um, So, yeah, you're just going to kind of mentally select your two choices for the first uh, exchange okay? and then play them and then pull them back into your hand once we're done. Okay. Okay. So um, I have made my selection.
1: Okay. I have also.
0: Okay. So we're just going to uh, play those onto the table like so. Okay. So I played two attacks. You played an attack and a defense. A defense card automatically cancels out one of your opponent's attack cards. Uh, okay, an unopposed attack automatically scores a hit and is resolved on the resolution table below. A single attack gets through is called a single touch. A two gets through is called double touch. Obviously, this is you know could be used for physical fencing as well, physical duels. Okay, so uh, very good. All right, so he got one attack through is the uh outcome of that and then you got one on him as well so with your courage of average against his uh which is also oh wait no where is he okay he is also average interesting all right so let's see here okay, so basically you are going to have to each of you are gonna to have to score a double a double hit to do to get any any outcome here okay okay just so you know so okay. since you both since you both got a a single hit on each other then that is you know kind of a a null result right okay okay. So uh, let's see, I can just drag these back. I don't know. Oops. Mm-hmm.
1: Do I take them back into my hand ah, or do take you? Take re-
0: card. There we go. Yeah. Take okay. card. Got it. All right. Cool. Also, I forgot to recall the cards on the table there. Okay. There we go. All right. So that was the first exchange. So do you get an idea of how this is working out?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Okay. So. Because he also has an average uh, courage, that means he has to do four rests per round. So, <laughs> you see how the math works out here. Uh, since both of us, neither one of us played a rest on the first exchange, we both have to play two rests on the second exchange and two rests on the third exchange. Right? Yeah.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Have three rounds. All right.
0: Right. So, so just imagine you're like locking eyes with each other, and it's like you know. He's talking, you're talking, Sweat's beating up on your brows as you're attempting to sort of like outmaneuver each other, you know, verbally, right? Okay. Okay. So, third round, or second round rather, second round, uh, first exchange. Make your selections. And go. Aha! All right, so you scored a double hit on him. Uh, so he is going to take quote unquote damage from you. Uh, interesting, interesting indeed. All right. So that was a, uh, old gambit, sir. Take your cards back.
1: And now I have to play double rest, right?
0: You have to play double rest. Now let's see here. Um, i have already played let's see here there's maybe two attacks the duelist or a seconds count all three cards. um no yeah as we're, as we're doing this i just there.
1: keep reasserting this idea that he knows you know what he's doing and then i know what he's trying to do to me
0: yeah yeah okay get under his skin yep interesting so okay so i'm kind of doing the math in my head as we're doing this so I thought I could maybe get in a double attack on you, but actually I can't because I I played one rest on the first exchange. I need to play three more rests. Two of them have to be in one of the exchanges. One of them has to be in the other exchange, which only leaves room for one attack. So, wow, okay, you got him. You got him on this, on this round, basically. So go ahead okay. and take your cards back. All right. And uh, we're on the third round. This could very well be the deciding round. I don't know. Mm. Uh, Okay, so make your selections. Okay. All right. Going bold. Double
1: attack. Ooh,
0: all right. Well, I got double defense. No! (laughs) So it cancels out both of yours. And uh, we have a stalemate this round.
1: Okay, so... Question for you, Dave, about this dueling yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. When when this all, however, this ends up, you know, wrapping up, you know, mm-hmm. with him succeeding or or, or however that works,
3: mm-hmm. uh,
1: is that still considered similar to like doing a, uh, a trait role? like a um,
0: a dramatic feat,
1: uh, feat, dramatic feat? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh-huh. Is that so um, it's gonna,
1: like in the sense of like levels of successes and so forth?
0: Not, not explicitly. So, no, because this is uh, what I'm doing is I'm tracking your sort of mental hit points here, and the first gotcha. person to hit zero is going to crumble under the other person's assault, essentially. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good to know.
1: Yeah. You ready? Uh sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I love when a, a strategy completely falls apart. Oh because <laughs> of surprise mechanics. Okay, let's do this.
0: All right, yay. <laughs> All right, I'm playing two rests. Okay, I was playing two attacks was my plan. Just keep going strong, so. All right. Well, I took a gamble. I thought maybe you were going to play two defenses. So, you started out with four mental hit points. He started out with eight. You've, you've scored two... Uh, double hits, those each deduct four points apiece. So he just hit zero.
1: Nice. <laughs> okay. Hey.
3: That was very stressful. I know. Oh my goodness.
5: <laughs> hey, should we open a window, clear the air? <laughs> uh,
2: I am sweating so much right now. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> well
3: done, oh, sir. Man.
0: Well done. Indeed, indeed. All right. So uh, yes, you uh, you manage to keep your cool and actually talk him down, you know, talk him back, and then sort of press your advantage so that his sort of uh, mental defenses crumble before you, uh, and at which point he does indeed uh, break down and tell you everything. Uh, he confirms that he has indeed been mesmerizing his brother into providing him with police officers upon which to experiment um, he regrets that the repeated mesmerism sessions have had the unfortunate side effect of addling his brother's brain but his research involves planting suggestions in the minds of men of virtue such as police officers in the hope of making them more violent and willing to use lethal force it is the doctor's hope that he can perfect this technique to use on French soldiers to help them overcome what he sees as cowardice and the aversion to killing experienced by some during times of war. My work has nothing to do with murder, monsieur. You must understand this. I have little interest in what a group of farmers and fairies are doing. And if, it's, if this had some kind of unintended consequence, then it was never my intention.
1: what is it you would have done
0: with me had
1: you succeeded at your attempts
0: well obviously i would not have my methods known by the austrian government or anybody else in positions of authority just yet i i am still working on my experiments and i i have not even written a paper yet i would have just had you forget Forget what you knew. Go on about your life.
1: All right. So. Hmm. Can we hold off on what I, I'm not really sure exactly what I, what I want to do here?
0: Absolutely. So, I might want so to... no, in fact, that's a, uh, I was just giving you an opportunity if you want to get in the last word, but I was going to wrap things up. Okay, perfect. Uh, at the end of this confrontation anyway. So just to recap then, we have a strange uh, painting that shows Danielle Bondi with a hand mirror uh, in a scene uh, otherwise exactly the same as the as the assassination. We have uh, Grizzly Grant exploring his uh, investment opportunities. <laughs> we have, this is a very uh,
4: lucrative session for me. It really was, yeah. It's going to pay off big time.
0: Uh, and we have uh, Frederick Haas confirming that there have been dark dealings at the Paris Prefecture, uh, while some mysterious thugs await your departure from the uh, doctor's office.
4: Ooh, yeah, don't forget that.
0: hmm And uh, otherwise, everyone else is converging on, the, uh, on Astrid's apartment.
3: Yep.
2: Frederick needs to Spider-Man out a back window or something.
0: Yeah. yeah. Question Do you have a small window in your bathroom or kitchen that I could sneak out through please? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well uh, yeah. What a session. <laughs> no kidding. Thanks for bearing Got with me on those dueling rules.
2: No, that ended up it's weird because like the listeners won't know how intensely we all just stared at some playing cards
4: on a screen. <laughs> <laughs> like so worried it was cool it's like if you played paper rock scissors with two hands
1: Uh, pretty much yeah do we uh every session do we refresh our cards i can't remember do we keep our cards from the last hand
3: uh
0: you know i i was kind of refreshing between stories uh okay yeah but um of course you can always you can always just dump your hand with a major Arcana card, or just on a dramatic feat, you can just go ahead and spend all four cards, give yourself plus four, and then get a new draw. So
1: I'll, I'll hold off. I I didn't know if that was the case. I was gonna share what I what zany thing I had planned I until mean, I. I we, no, 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 no. I'm gonna save the card. So
0: ooh, oh, okay. Yeah, right.
1: I had something very. Uh, it it could have mm-hmm. gone really good or really bad. So. Yeah. Oh, damn. All right. <laughs> that is <was laughs>
0: always
1: the best. One. <laughs> have to
4: do that. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Awesome. Well, session, all right, everyone. <laughs> for all yeah, the ziness no
2: of last time, this time was all the
4: seriousness and yeah, stuff. That's, really. yeah, like... yeah. That's true. That's yeah, true. We were all over Paris tonight. Oh yeah. Yeah. And a little in the ferry run. Some of us.
0: That too. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll do it yeah, again cool. next week.